Hello, everybody, and welcome to PS Nation episode 96. As always, I'm your host, Mark Sanger, and with me is Glenn Percival. How cold are you today, Glenn? It's so cold. Here, let me read you what warning I just got. Um, National Weather Service uh, gave us a wind chill warning. Wind, chill war- wind chills of 35 to 45 below zero are expected overnight tonight and then again on Thursday night. Wind chills this low will cause frostbite in 10 to 15 minutes. <laughs> Global warming, my ass. Not even your PlayStation will keep you warm. Well, I could turn my 360 and my PS3 on. Maybe that'll help. Oh, there you go. But then Actually, your uh, energy levels are going to be through the roof. <laughs> going to be like uh, the Griswold household and Christmas vacation. Yeah. The rest of the uh, the area goes dark. and But the thing <laughs> is, if I turn the 360 and the PS3 on at once, I could probably eat this whole town probably it'd be too i must have had both of them on because our last energy bill was like 275 dollars oh, yeah. Hey. yeah but that was over december so christmas lights everywhere power <laughs> tools from the basement uh yeah yeah so, all, so we're trying to actually keep trying it cooler. to fight global warming uh go screw yourself and i'm yeah. gonna walk outside <laughs> with some aerosol cans and we're done and spray them into the air <laughs> Better get some water wings. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, um, let's go over what we're going to do tonight. Uh, emails. A, a, a buttload <laughs> of emails. We're going to try to catch up on emails tonight. A little bit of news. Uh, a couple of new releases, actually, this week. Some Blu-ray new releases. Uh, and then a return caller. A return caller to the show. Our good buddy Dave Hegawood from Psionic Studios came on. Uh, we did a little interview with him before we recorded tonight. Uh, about the updates to supersonic acrobatic rocket-powered battle cars. Talked a little bit about the European release and also some other things happening with the game. Uh, what we're playing, and then we'll talk a little bit about the Midwest Gaming Classic and our 100th show coming up. And actually, um, I think we even have Happy an email birthday. about the 100th show, don't we? Happy birthday! So uh, yes. we'll get to that in a little bit in one of the emails. Uh, and I'll do like I did last week. I'll, I'll tell you guys right away how to get a hold of us. You can email us at podcast at psnation.org. Uh, or you can call us via Skype or regular phone. If you use Skype, you can use WDT-Torgo, or you can call our voicemail line, which is 920-626-4464. Uh, that's also the line that you'll use to call us on our 100th show, our live show. So uh, I guess we'll... Re- well, first off, I wanted to start off before we get to the emails. Um, <clears throat> Christian Phillips and myself were kind of talking a little bit uh, back and forth on Facebook about Scotch. Uh, since yesterday, he was talking about one that he was drinking. Uh, so in his honor, I am drinking my, my prized possession right now. This is one of my favorites. This is a 1972 Glen Rothis. It was casked for 31 years. And really interesting, it was actually cast three months before I was born. So, wow. uh, yeah, this is my... That's like 300 years ago. <laughs> when dinosaurs roamed the earth and made scotch. <laughs> um this stuff is incredible, and, and I am drinking that tonight. I didn't eat dinner either, so we'll see how loopy I get, but uh, hmm. there we go. Uh, so, M- Mr. Phillips, this is to you, sir. Hold on. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, yeah. And I, you don't want to ruin it with any ice or water or anything. You just got to drink it right out of the bottle. You know, put it in your ice glass. And 
Just sip. Just sip. You so, so crazy. Yeah, so it's a scotch night. I haven't done that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. All right, who's reading the first email? Um, I don't know. We've got ten of them to go through. <laughs> uh, well, here, before we before we start, well, just a, kind of an apology because it's we haven't gotten to emails in a long time, and I know there's been a lot out there that people sent in. Like, just don't get mad at us. We don't hate you if you don't read your email. Um, we've just been busy, you know, with other stuff on the show, filling our time. Um, so we're going to go through a bunch tonight. We're not going to get through all the old back ones. I picked, kind of went back a couple weeks and uh, added some up until like yesterday. So we've got a good mix in here. You know, if we don't get to it, like we do cover a lot of stuff after people have emailed questions in. So we don't, you know, cover it then. But if it's something you really want answered and it's been like three weeks or more since you sent it and we haven't gotten to it, you can resend it. But yeah, yeah, a lot of times we've already covered stuff in the past and don't forget, you can always join VG Evo and post it there and get a lot of people commenting on it. Um, Just make sure that you post it in the right forums because it's more than just the PS nation sub forum. So there's an entire forum there. What? When did that start? Um, like last week or so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been moving threads for a while. But yeah, and I mean, I know that the site can be a little daunting, but there's a nice nav bar right at the top that can take you where you need to go. Yeah. It, it's it's a little bit of a catch-22 with the show. I mean, we, we get more listeners every week, and we get more emails all the time, and then we get to the point where we don't have enough time to cover them because the show's already two hours. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I've actually been, and, and I know you have, We've been trying to answer actually a few just emailing back, so at least we're doing yeah, that. Yeah, I got but, way behind on that though. Uh, I try to, but I've just had the worst two weeks at work since I started this job, so I haven't had time to do nothing except maybe post a machete picture every now and then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, we, we definitely appreciate that you guys send this stuff in. Um, but, you know, a lot of the questions that are asked of us are usually answered out on the forum, so. Um, it is a good idea, maybe as a backup plan, to go out and, and register on VG Evo, and, and we have an amazing community. I mean, we've got mm-hmm. uh, Dave from Psyonix gets on there every now and then. Actually, a couple of people from Psyonix. Uh, Dylan Cuthbert's been getting on from time to time uh, when we talk about his Pixel Junk games. Um, it, it's 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 always growing, and it's a great group of people, minus a couple. But mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. And it's it's more <laughs> than a PlayStation forum. So oh yeah, definitely. There's a you know, we always talk about the podcast network, but yeah, go and check out some of the other, some of our friend shows on the podcast network. Yeah. And, and actually I'll be geeking out about Turbo Graphics really soon. Uh, I bought a new Turbo Graphics game today. And <laughs> so that's what I love about VGVO is that we can go out and talk about pretty much anything. And there's always going to be somebody there that's going to have the same likes and dislikes. Um, mm-hmm. No matter what platform we talk about, I mean, you know, we get well, back into Except the for Marquis, he pretty much hates everything except Warhawk. He hates everything but Warhawk and comic books. So yeah. and speed racer. <laughs> oh yeah, and speed racer. So um yeah, I I it it kind of sucks that we can't get to everyone every week, but it's just, you know, it takes too much time. Yeah. So don't feel bad. Yeah. We're not picking on anybody except for Tay Tay. No. Oh, you had to go there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get on with the show. All right. Uh I guess uh, I can read the first one cuz I have the uh, details up. Okay. All right. Our first one is from E-Penis. 
<laughs> hey guys, it's E Penis on the PSN. Yes, I stole the name. I might have missed it, but with your live show coming up, how can we watch it? Where do we go to watch your podcast? Thank you for the great podcast and keep up the good work, E Penis. Uh, it's a great thing that you ask. You can just go to psnation.org or you can go to vgevo.com, go to the PS Nation section, and you'll see a sticky thread right up there that says 100th show details. Yes, it'll be live. Uh, we actually, when we do the video, I don't know why anybody wants to watch video of people just sitting around a table, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually out on Ustream TV. Uh, so you go to www.ustream.tv slash channel slash ps-nation-podcast. Uh, all the information is right in that thread. If we make any changes, it'll go into that thread in the first post. Um, we tell you how to call us uh, directly. We tell you how to call us on Skype. We tell you the time, the date, everything. Every detail is going to go into that that thread. So I definitely urge everyone to to keep their eye on that thread for all the info. Mm-hmm. Hope that helps. Well, that was easy. Yeah, it looks like we're on track <laughs> for everything, so I think we're good to go. Awesome. All, all right. right. Next one. Number two. Good day, Glenn and Mark. How's it going? This is Fluffy Nuts from the forums. <laughs> right. Uh, just a question about Blu-rays. If they are capable of holding close to 50 gigabytes of data, then why are all these Blu-ray movies coming out as two-disc sets like Superbad with the movie on one and special features on another or TV series like Heroes with only a few episodes per disc? I'm sure that everything could be put into the minimal amount of discs instead of tricking people into thinking they're getting more with the second disc. Also, because of the size of the Blu-ray and the lack of backwards compatibility in most PS3 systems, do you think it is likely that developers would take advantage of it and re-release older games like the entire Metal Gear saga, God of War 1 and 2, uh, plus Chains of Olympus, and the Kingdom Hearts games on their own Blu-ray disc, even outside of franchises, they could put together compilation discs of all different genre games, like an action disc or racing disc or FPS disc. I think this is a good idea because, number one, with sequels coming out, it's a good way to get back to the older titles. Number two, it can be a good addition to any collector's pack, uh, one extra disc with three or four previous titles on it. Number three, it can bring in revenue that the used game market still takes from developers. I mean, if they if they use the same space on the Blu-ray, that they could easily release half a photo of Chuck's mom. <laughs> <laughs> two discs said you could see it all. Yeah. Anyway, sorry for the long email and sorry about the gratuitous Chuck's mom joke Jeez. from Fluffy Nuts. Oh. Well, uh, <laughs> the first thing about uh, if the Blu-ray can hold 50 gig, actually each layer is 25 gigabyte. Uh, they have a four layer out, I think, now, so you can go up to 100. But um, most likely the reason that they're doing that with the two discs is if you look back at the old Superbit DVDs, the Superbit DVDs, were made where they didn't have any commentary whatsoever. They didn't have any special features. They put everything on a second disc. And the reason for that was they used every, pretty much every single amount of space, every little block of space on that DVD for the movie itself, for the audio and the video to make it look better and, and impress it last. So I would assume that that's what they're doing with some of these Blu-rays where they bring them out on two discs. The other thing is maybe they already have the second disc made for the two disc sets on DVD, and they'd pretty much just produce that second disc no matter what format it's on. Because mm-hmm. a lot of those special features aren't running in HD either. They're in 480p. Well, or in we're some seeing cases, more I, this year. Yeah, like a lot of the original stuff, though. I think I have some where things were in 480i. Yeah, there's some that look On special awful. features discs. Yeah. yeah. But true, like with 
multiple languages in the movies too if it's all nearly uncompressed audio that's going to take up a hell of a lot of space if there's multiple languages yeah and actually you'll see a lot more blu-rays with more languages than they would have on dvd and they'll put in different types of uh, surround mixes like dts and dolby digital and all that jazz and a lot of times they'll be uncompressed audio so that takes up more Mm -hmm. space already so i mean there's there's a number of things that we just came up off the top of our heads i mean it, Mm -hmm. it makes sense I don't think they're trying to jip anybody. I think it's, well, I'm sure part of it too is the marketing perceived value of getting two discs. But if they're actually using that for decent stuff, I mean, a lot of it's stuff you'll never use, like multiple languages, but it's there. I don't think they're actually charging us more for it arbitrarily. So whatever. Right. Oh, and the other thing about uh, like different repackaging some of the stuff. Well, I think you kind of, blow away your own idea though <laughs> with the lack of backwards compatibility talk um yeah you know if you put all these on a blu-ray you still need the backwards compatibility unless they write some kind of emulator that runs on the disc for those specific games but it'd be a neat idea yeah i could it is a cool idea but that's just it with no backwards compatibility they do have to write a specific emulator and i i don't know if that'd be worth the cost for them to do that because most of these you can't you can go out and find pretty cheap for the PS2, and I just don't know if it would be worth the time and resources for them to do it. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I think it would actually be really cool, but also if they're going to take the time to make an emulator, I would rather them use that to put backwards compatibility back in the system. So then you just go back out and buy the the old games anyway. Well, that rumor's floating around again. Is it? Yeah, it got pretty heavy. I want to say about a week ago, it got pretty heavy that the um like the next major firmware release is going to have the emulator in it again or the P- PS2 backward compatibility. I don't believe it, but I don't either, we'll but it, that, that's the big one floating around. I've seen it in a lot of places. Hmm. All right. But don't On get your hopes up. People. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next one, uh, this one's from no leg room on VG Evo it says, Hey, Mark and Glenn, I wanted to get your opinion on a topic. I know that you have covered this in previous episodes, but I wanted to make it or I wanted to put it in slightly different light. When it comes to the PSN, if you're not on the US or J- or Japan, then you will fall under the cover of all things Europe for the store and you wait for everything and they do wait for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to harp too much on the unexplained delays that Europe gets on almost every game, but it does kind of hit to the point of my email. When a game is delayed for months in one region, usually slash always Europe, the the experience of the game suffers a lot for the gamer. I'm not just talking about the hype being gone. I will use SOCOM as an example. Uh, It's not been released on the PSN in Europe yet, and I don't import. And if I don't import, I can expect to wait some indeterminable amount of time before it is. My question is... How do you think Euro gamers are going to fare walking into an online game as a noob when half their opponents have been on it for three or four months? I'm really sorry about the length of this email, but I would love to hear your thoughts as I know one or both of you mentioned being hesitant about playing Metal Gear Online because of being owned as a noob. How would you be, how would you be if it was like that for 50% of online games? P.S. I am really trying to be impartial, but it feels like a kick in the uh, shins from Sony every time I got to wait and half the time I either go elsewhere, such as with Super Street Fighter 2 HD, or forget about it completely. I've gone from never owning an Xbox to playing the 360 more than my PS3, and I know I'm not the only European that has. 
This is this has to hurt Sony financially, considering Europe has always been more of a PS region than the Xbox One. Uh, thanks, Bruce, aka No Legroom on VG Evo. Wow. All right. Well, first off, Sulkum's a bad one to use as an example because uh, that game's still not done. <laughs> we did have a lot of fun with it, but man, there are tons of issues with that game still. Um, no, I completely agree. I, you know, we we've kind of joked around about it, but at the same time, I think we're pretty serious. Europeans get fucked. I mean, they yeah. get, they get screwed hard. I never actually thought about it in the the terms he put it in that they're coming into these games where they have worldwide servers and they're brand new when everybody else has been playing it for months. Yeah. It that really sucks cuz that's a big reason I don't play a lot of online games cuz number one I suck because I don't play them enough so I don't practice. <laughs> and then when I do go into them like I just get owned so fast that it's not that much fun for me. So But it's fun yeah, for the other people, I, Mark. That's the difference. Yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I really empathize with you because I never really, really thought about it like that. I honestly don't understand why games like Street Fighter 2 HD and 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 SOCOM and everything else take so long to hit Europe when it hits in, in the on the Xbox 360. I don't get that. I don't either. But they do. I mean, PSN games should be better now because aren't they supposedly all going to be certified at the same time? Yeah, I thought that it already started, but I mean, Street Fighter 2 HD isn't that old, and I don't. Yeah, I don't but it had been development forever, so that's true. Maybe that's it, true. And I, I understand that for the European ones, they have to do it in all these languages and everything. So obviously, that adds development time, but that still doesn't help out the people who are sitting there waiting for the games while the rest of the world gets to enjoy them. Hell, they've been getting hosed on PS3 since it debuted. When Sony's like worldwide simultaneous launch. Oh wait. No, yeah. we're going to bring it out in Japan, then the U.S. and uh, Europe eventually. And when Europe gets it, you'll have backward compatibility, but it won't be hardware. It'll be software. Yeah. They're getting boned. I agree. I, I don't... I it, it seems like they're taking steps, like you said, with the uh, with the easier process of, of getting everything uh, through QA, but I, I honestly don't have an idea why this is happening when... The 360 games, you know, the same game is coming out first on the 360. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's it's got to hurt. Yeah. But, hey, maybe with this big rumored Sony corporate restructure, things will get better. Maybe. Hopefully. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I actually had a, had a pretty good conversation with uh, a couple of people at Sony today, like at separate times, about... Because the whole backlash of, uh, oh, we'll talk about the news, but Killzone 2 not having a collector's edition. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, one of them, one of the people was like, I, I really can't believe it's that big of a deal. And I said, you know, I'll talk a little bit more about when we talk about the game, but, I, you know, it, it kind of threw me that, that a couple of people don't really realize why it's such a big deal to a lot of PS3 owners. Mm. I don't know. All right. All right. Read your short email, you bastard. Woohoo. I win. <laughs> <laughs> this is from a uh, PSN name Chicken but without the H. <laughs> so that's kicking. I suppose it's still chicken. Chicken? But <laughs> anyway, yes. He, he has uh three questions here. Uh number 1, your predictions as to whether a price drop will happen for the PS3 and PSP in 09. Uh, let's just do them one at a time. Yeah, I think uh, yes. PS3 for sure. PSP maybe. 
I think we'll see a PSP price drop in later in the year. I think we'll see a PS3 price drop by the end of April. Like yeah, I, they would be insane not to drop the PS3 then because the economy is going down the tubes, the system's already too expensive, and the competition is kicking their ass. Big time. Uh, PSP, I can, yeah, probably see one later in the year. There's rumors that they're going to have a PSP 4000, I think, this year, right? That's a rumor, but what else are they going to do to the thing without just bringing out a brand new PSP? I mean, they've kind of I think it's just going to be another incremental upgrade like the 3000 was. Yeah. It's got to be something significant for me to upgrade again. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I bet they're going to do it when the DSi launches. Yeah, but that's supposed to come out in April. Is it April already? Yeah. I thought it was coming out later this year. Uh, I read eh. something today that said DSi in April. I don't pay any attention to Nintendo crap. Maybe that's what it'll be. Um, it'll be a PSP 4000, the same exact as the 3000, but we added a camera. Yeah. And, and well, less compatibility, like the DSi. If there's a built-in GPS, I'd buy it. I have four GPSs. I don't need a, that bad. I don't have any. Although Scott uh, corrected us from last week on the iPhone GPS. Right. It can follow you. It just doesn't do the talky turn left here kind of thing. Mm. Um, Yeah. All right. Number two. If one does happen in the year of our Lord 2009, will it matter? Definitely. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, The PS3, like we said, it needs to drop the price. The... It doesn't matter what the, the the skew of the 360 is that's cheaper. There's two models of the 360 that are cheaper than the cheapest PS3. Yep. I mean, there's, even a, there's all... even a version of the Xbox 360 that's cheaper than the Wii. Yeah. And that's all that matters to consumers. I know most gamers are like, well, it doesn't have this, it doesn't have that, the PS3's got Blu-ray and all this. It does. But when uninformed consumers, which are the majority of people who buy this stuff look at this, all they're going to see is a cheaper price and they get a ton of the same games on 360. So it doesn't really matter to them. Yep. So yeah, it matters a lot. And I do think Microsoft will probably drop the prices on the two higher 360s when PS3 drops. It's it's pretty funny. I mean, Michael Pachter, he came out and talked about this. What was it, Monday or Friday or whatever? And you you just kind of see this and and you kind of go, yeah... You're telling us stuff that we already know is going to happen. I mean, he's supposed to be some big prognosticator, but I mean, it it all (laughs) makes sense. I mean, we we talked about a little bit a little bit last week as well, and 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 a lot of people have the same opinion. Where even with the games this year, you probably won't see Microsoft announce anything specifically until they see something on the three on the PS3. So, for for instance, you know, Killzone Two gets a release date of February twenty seventh. A couple weeks later. Halo Wars gets a release date a week later. They're always going to have something waiting in the wings to try to battle whatever the PS3 releases this year. So it's going to be this big battle, but they do need to get the price of that system down because nobody, they're going to walk into the store and say, how much is that one? How much is that one? Well, I'm not going to pay double the arcade unit for a PS3. Mm -hmm. Unless they want a specific game that's only on PS3. Yeah, but uh, most people probably won't know about them since Sony doesn't market anything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not trying to be pissy tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but it is true. I mean, a lot of people agree that Little Big Planet should have been marketed a lot more than it was. You you finally have your quote unquote character. You have your mascot, and mm-hmm. I mean, you see Sackboy around every now and then. But man, there's no saturation like when Halo Three came out. 
I mean, there was it Halo should have been plastered every... over everything because yeah. everybody knows who Master Chief is or what Halo is. Yeah. And it's because the marketing forced you to. Not that the games are bad. I mean, they're decent FPSs, but yeah. they did the marketing right. Same with Gears of War. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I hope we see a change. Yeah. All right, number three. All right, enough of that. Could this be the year the PS3 breathes its last, or will no. the lineup of games and the potential price drop keep the system in the race for another year? PS3 Thanks, is still dudes. fine. Even, even, if, the, even if the PS3 was in third, it's still doing fine. Well, it is in third. Well, and I mean, but if it stays in third, that's what I meant. Right. That, that's just it. Like, I, honestly, I don't know if they're going to be able to break out of third this generation. Like, the gap is getting bigger and bigger. But it's not going to go anywhere. Sony's a huge company. They're still going to back this. They're still in it. If anything, they're going to learn from their mistakes when they move on to the next system. Not that I even want to be thinking about PlayStation 4 because I want them to stick to this 10-year plan. But they're, it's not going anywhere. I don't know why all these doomsday sayers are, gonna, are saying that the PS3 is going to be discontinued and all that. It's not. Well, and also these other idiots saying, what about the PS4? My God, people. We don't need to be talking about a PS4. Microsoft's even smart enough to be saying now, like, we're not even going to talk about the next Xbox because that isn't going to happen for a while. I still think we're going to see an Xbox 720 or whatever next year. Next year, maybe, but not. they. Like, I think if their original plan was to actually reveal it this year, it's not going to happen anymore, not with the way the economy is. Yeah. Yeah, so... All right. Yeah, well, so don't obviously, worry. PS3 is not going anywhere. No, obviously, good questions because we talked a lot about them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, you get an even shorter one next. Hey, I win. Ha ha. Uh, let's <laughs> see. This is from Samuel, and he says, "What game genre do you want to like, but you can't because you're not a fan of the genre?" Send from my iPod. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Mark. You want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. Real time strategy. Ooh, that's a good one. Everybody loves those things, but I cannot. I like. I love turn-based strategy, but I hate real-time strategy. I cannot get into it. Even I've tried numerous times to play StarCraft and WarCraft, but I cannot get into it. Ooh, that's a good one. I think you might have stole mine. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. I actually like Command and Conquer Generals, though, and I I was actually pretty good at it. But I usually really suck at RTS. But I I can't say RPGs because I actually like RPGs. I just don't have the time to play them. Yeah. Um, I don't want to like MMOs because I think they just suck the life out of you. Oh, what's the um? Oh, your uh, your your dungeon crawlers. Oh, roguelikes. Well, that and like even Persona. I I thought the battle yeah. stuff well, was that's cool, an RPG. Oh, oh well, but even like Persona Three, where it's the same dungeon every time. Yeah. That would just that would kill me. Everybody loves the Persona game so much, and I was watching you play Persona Four, and and obviously you're going through that three hour starting point where you don't have any gameplay. But well, like the thing with Persona is it's like half RPG dungeon crawler, half like it's not a dating sim, but it's like the social kind of game. I don't know social simulation. I don't know what you would call it. I guess like the closest thing I can think of is like a dating sim type game where it's all dialogue and you're building relationships yeah. with characters through dialogue. Well, but I did like when you actually got into the gameplay of it. You know, I was like, oh, that's right. pretty cool. But the thing is, watching you play it, I'm like, there's no way I would ever get this game now. And I was actually thinking about buying yeah. the game because of all the hype. And I was watching you play. I'm like, oh my god, I'd have to go through this three hours. No way. There's no way. But you get into it because like you're building up stuff that. <laughs> 
gives you more power and experience for when you're in the dungeon and it can do more things like summon different personas. But if you're watching it, I can totally understand that. And no, it's not a game for everybody because I know quite a few people who actually hated that part of it. Yeah. I think four balances it better than three though. Yeah. But I think that's the one that I don't want to say RPGs in general because I really like star ocean on the PSP and actually I'm probably going to break down and buy Suikoden on the PSP um, I have I have the PS1 version, but I'd, I'd like to take that on the road. I really like Suikoden and and um, what's the other one that? Oh, that Legend of Heroes. I think Legend of Heroes is phenomenal. So um, yeah, I, I don't want to say RPGs in general, but I, I'd say like RPGs kind of like Persona that have that social stuff in it. I always have to be that so difficult, sense. don't I? <laughs> Sorry, my runner-up would have been uh, Stealth Games, but I did actually start to oh. like Metal Gear, so. Yes, that's my runner-up too. Because I, I am not stealthy. I want to run into the room and just shoot. That's why MGS4 yeah. is so great for me out of the Metal Gear Solid games. Yeah. Wow. All right. Good question. Right, good question. Yeah. Okay. This one's from Uber Allen. Hey, Glenn right. and Mark. I was wondering about your thoughts on arcade-style beat 'em ups. Ooh. We haven't seen any new games of this genre in ages. That's not true. Do you think the genre is truly dead, or do you believe there is a hope for the genre? I have, in my opinion, an awesome idea for a four-player arcade-style beat-em-up. Then you would have Lucy Lawless, Adrian Paul, Chuck Norris, and Kevin Sorbo as playable characters in their respective TV roles, Xena, Duncan McCloud, Walker, Texas Ranger, and Hercules. Do you think a game like this can make it as a PSN title and possibly revive the genre? Keep up the great work. <laughs> well, but the problem is Chuck Norris beats all. True. The fist- but I would actually replace Adrian Paul with uh oh crap, now I can't remember the guy's name. Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually gonna be in uh Stallone's new movie. Yeah, and he's got another movie coming out where he plays a drummer in a band. Oh my and God. it's basically under siege at a concert. Are you kidding me? <laughs> No, I'll send you the trailer. Oh, Max showed it. it to me. It looks so cheesy, awesome. I think he's actually like directing it or producing oh it or God. something too. Isn't he in the third <laughs> Starship Troopers? Yes, he know. is. Remember, because I told you I, I downloaded the, uh, the the trailers actually up on PSN, and it's so cheesy. But I think Dolph Lundgren's <laughs> in it. I was like, is that Dolph Lundgren? Uh, well, no, I don't. Uh, I, it ain't dead. We've we've seen some games lately. Yeah, Crash, uh, Crash, Castle Crashers. Heck yeah. I and mean, that that's the biggest one that's been released in a long time. And to a lesser extent, the Dynasty Warriors series, they're beat 'em ups, essentially. They're not necessarily the arcade style, like side scrolling, whatever, but you're fighting waves and waves of enemies. It's a beat 'em up. So, and we're getting Streets of Rage two on the uh, PSN finally. Supposedly. I think it's gonna happen. I think it will too. And that this one everybody should buy because uh that's one of the best beat em ups ever. You know, I, I'm not a, much of a Genesis fan, but Streets of Rage series is really good. Mm-hmm. The third I, one kind of sucked. That's true. Okay, Streets of Rage 1 and 2 are really good. Actually, I, would, I shouldn't say it sucked, because I hated it when I first played it when it came out back in the day, because it, it kind of just dropped everything that made the second one really good. But it added some neat stuff, like new special moves with weapons and new characters. Um, going back to it later... It actually like liked it a lot better. Right. A big part of the problem is how hard they made it, but in you know my many uh, perusings of the interwebs, ah. I found out that Sega of America fucked the game up, and 
like up the difficulties like one or two from what they were in the Japanese one and like mistranslated it for some reason gave all the characters the second player colors as their defaults so like Axel had that ugly yellow shirt with the black pants and well the the one thing that does kind of suck is Yuzo Koshiro's soundtrack and that one wasn't nearly as good as two but he was probably on meth or something I don't know (laughs) (laughs) it's it's it always blew me away because I still say that's probably I'm probably going to say that's the best music you'll ever get out of the Genesis is on those two games yeah I own the um, soundtrack to the second one. Yeah, there's some close, you know, very close to being that good. But overall, Streets of Rage when it came out, I couldn't believe what they got out of that that crappy sound chip on the Genesis. Yeah, but if Sony's listening to this, you need some beat 'em ups on PSN. Hell yeah, more than just Streets of Rage. Like Castle Crashers, I think is locked up on the 360, but develop some new ones. Yeah, that'd be it's, awesome. It's a lost genre. It's like a great casual game. That's why I like it so much for these online systems where you can. You know, get up together with some friends. You don't even have to like think about what you're doing when you're playing, more or less. You just have fun, sit yep. there and chat. Um, one of my well, I'll go into this a little bit. My favorite beat 'em up though, Ninja Baseball Batman. <laughs> the game Indeed. nobody's ever heard of. Google it. There's a good uh, hardcore gaming 101 article on it. There's some videos on YouTube. Um, I found it uh, for shame going through Mame one day. Just randomly, I'm like, oh, this must be some crazy Japanese baseball game. So we played it, and it was it's the best beat 'em up I've ever played. It it's basically uh, well, it's by Irum, the guys who made R Type, and they actually made a lot of really high quality arcade games. They had some really great artists for their the graphics too. Uh, but you're basically robotic ninja baseball players in a beat 'em up, and you're fighting like anthropomorphic baseballs and mitts and. It's crazy. You're fighting like this robotic anthropomorphic plane as the first boss. There's like a giant alligator scientist that you fight and you kill him and he turns into a suitcase. It's the craziest game you're ever going to play. Um, the emulated version and MAME uh, actually didn't work properly. It, it works, but it's kind of slowed down and the sound and graphics are a little screwed up. So I hunted down the PCB of it on eBay and I bought an arcade cabinet for it. Literally, <laughs> and and it's uh it's a pretty dilapidated cabinet. <laughs> yeah, that was a shitty ass cabinet that I need to either fix or replace, but it works. And <laughs> I can play the game in its full glory. It's a crazy game, and I wish they would actually like port this to PSN or Xbox Live Arcade. Even though I know it's never ever gonna happen, <laughs> but it's so funny. So yeah, look it up. I should actually make a post about it on VG Evo. Yeah, you should, but there's a lot of things you should be doing and you don't do it. That's true. Like Like finding a job. job. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On to the next one. Is it my turn? I think so. Yeah. Uh, This is from Dudemus24. Hey, Dudemus. Hey, Torgo and Savory. Dudemus24 here. Longtime fan since your podcast was in the 30s. Wow. You are a uh, brave soul, sir. Uh, first time writer Torgo may remember me as one of the rabid fanboys for asking him for a spot on his friends list and I have bugged Savory a few times already as he is on my friends list anyway on to my question I imagine that you guys have heard about some of the things coming out of CES one of the one of these news tidbits has me particularly interested namely the uber goodness which is the 3D gaming that Sony says the PS3 will be able to produce 
possibly in games uh, in 2009. Now, obviously, I think it's an awesome idea, but some others I've seen on forums and whatnot disagree with me. So I was wondering, what do you guys think of the implementation of 3D gaming? Do you guys think it'll be totally rad or some, or maybe a gimmick that will be overused and saturated in games, making them annoying to play? Uh, but consider this ass point. <laughs> Wait, he's not allowed to use that. <laughs> Sure uh, is. I haven't copyrighted it yet. <laughs> patent pending, patent pending. Uh, consider this <laughs> ass point. How freaking sweet would it be to shoot an explosive barrel in Kill Zone 3 and have it explode out of your television, melting your eyes out of their sockets and making your crotch a little wet? Sorry if you guys talk about this on episode 95 as I just started listening and was inspired. Thanks for reading my long ass email and, and sorry, but I'm just too lazy to come up with a Chuck's Bomb joke right now. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, the 3D stuff sounds awesome, but we don't know if we're getting it. That's the problem. Yeah, I wouldn't count on that anytime soon. But I'm sure if the... That, uh, well, they said that HDMI is actually required to use it. So you'll have to have an HD set with HDMI to even use it. Um, yeah. So I, th- I think that's going to be kind of a limited thing. As long as they don't make it a requirement for a game, I'd be all over it. Where you now, have does that require it. a special set too, or can it work on any HDTV? See, that's where I was trying to get information because one person said it had to be a set, but I don't think it is. It's just because you have to wear glasses to see it. That's why everybody that took a picture of it, it looked really weird. Yeah. Now, I have some 3D glasses from a few years ago from a CES actually uh, for PC, and the games that run on them run beautifully. I mean, it's really a, a cool effect, but. You know, on a PC, you got all these driver problems and everything else, and it just got to be become like a huge pain in the ass. Right. Um, but I'd love to see it. I mean, the games that work on the PC with it are awesome. Like Jeff was saying, MotorStorm Two. Holy crap! I'd love to see that. Yeah. And he I'll, said it's kind of like a old ViewMaster effect. Um, it's based. Yeah, it, it's it's not real insane 3D. It's it's more subdued, I guess. But it's still yeah. Like certain things stick out and certain things don't. And that's kind of the way I the one that, on the PC though. is. I do too. I think I it's love great. the Viewmasters. Those are so cool. Yeah, I, I really I'm excited for it to be honest. When I saw what they were showing and everything, I'm I'm actually honestly excited about it. I hope they do it. Me too. Yay. Three sixty can't do that, mother effer. <laughs> All right. Put that in your weed and smoke one? it. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Put that in your What's wee waggling. <laughs> What's up, nation of PlayStation? I was thinking about how everyone likes to say that the PlayStation is in last place and the Wii is winning the console wars and everything, and yeah, that might be true in terms of console sales, but what about the console overall? I mean, yeah, the Wii is fun when I'm over at a friend's house, but after a little while, it gets old. In my opinion, I think the PS3 and 360 are running a close race in which console is best overall. To me, the Wii just proves that just because they get a lot of sales doesn't mean it's a good system. Anyways, I was wondering which system you guys think is better overall between the Wii, PS3, and 360. Taking into consideration each console's games, what the system offers by itself, game support, DLC, etc. Okay, well, thanks for reading my email, blah, 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 random joke containing Chuck's mom, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) (laughs) PSN, kapow. Uh, P.S. The Z's in my name are just for Flash. It's just Kapow, but it's spelled Zakapows, and we're just going to call you Zakapows. He was was playing SOCOM with us last night, which, um, you know, I'll talk about it when we're in the what we're playing, but 
it was just funny because he's running by to get the the hostages and moving back to another room. And the way the microphone works in SOCOM, the microphone, if you're close to somebody else, you don't have to hold down the push to talk. You can actually hear what they're saying. And um, he's he's running to get the hostages, and I'm lay, I'm I'm covering one of the tunnels, and all you hear him is whistling. It was such second nature for him to play this, this game that he's like, da, da, da. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I was just laughing. Uh, well, I think it's pretty safe to say PS3 is our favorite system, considering we spend all our time doing a podcast for it. Yeah, I, you know, it, with me, I honestly have always liked the PlayStation platform over the other ones, and the reason being is the exclusive titles. That's really what it all came down to. I mean, I had a Saturn when the P. Well, I didn't get one on launch day or anything, but I had a Saturn. I had a Dreamcast. I had all the other ones, but I always, even when I had my 360, with the, you know, before the PS3 came out. I played my PS2 way more. Mm-hmm. I even played Madden on the PS2 online instead of playing it on the 360 that year. Um, I just, I really like the platform. I like the hardware. That's just the way I am, though. I, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's just, I, I'm very comfortable with it. And I, I do think that it has more capabilities than the 360. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, my thing is, despite my... Uh overabundant cynicism for the PlayStation 3. <laughs> it is my favorite system this generation. I started with the Wii thinking that, you know, screw HD, I don't want to spend all that money on a new TV. This waggle thing is going to be cool. <laughs> this game this will be fun. And then Torgo came um, over. Yeah. Well, no, after, you know, Wii Sports wore off after a couple months and then we're like, "Huh. Where's the rest of the good games?" So we're waiting and waiting. Finally, we decided that, yeah, we're going to need a 360 or PS3. Um, I've talked about this, you know, many times before, but yeah. borrowed a 360 from a buddy for two months. You know, I love Xbox Live Arcade to death. I think some of the stuff on there is fantastic, but the whole system just, I'm like, it's not really doing it for me. And then you brought your PS, like I played the PS3 at one of the MGCs when he brought it down. Then he brought it over for a weekend and I'm like... And that was back when they didn't have a hell of a lot out for it either. Well, that's right and after just, Super Stardust came out, though. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but that's just it. Like there was enough. Like even if there wasn't as many good titles as the, the 360, there was more on PS3 that I wanted to play. So it was basically like quality over quantity. And to be honest, I've never been a Sony fanboy. Like I was a Sega fanboy. Obviously, I bought the PlayStation after the Genesis because I thought the Saturn was overpriced. And at that point, I was actually almost going to get out of video games. And then on a whim, my college roommate and I decided to split a PlayStation when it came out. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Then started seeing all the stuff that was coming out on Saturn, like Guardian Heroes. And that was when uh, Panzer Dragoon's Spy was coming out. Got that. Loved the Saturn to death, especially importing stuff for it. Preferred it over the PlayStation eventually. Um, moved on to the Dreamcast after that. So, of course, I'm backing Sega and not Sony. So I got pissed when the Dreamcast eventually died. Blame Sony for it. Uh, bought the Xbox One, then eventually bought the GameCube. Or no, actually, I bought the GameCube first. And then there were no games on that. Hey, I see a pattern. Uh, so I got the <laughs> Xbox One after that. And I had them for a while. And then the PS2 just had such a gigantic library. I was still kind of anti-Sony, but I'd calmed down on a little at that point and realized that you know Sega's own ineptitude is what killed them, along with piracy. Uh, 
so there are games coming out on PS2 I really wanted, so my wife got me one for my birthday. And that was the last system from that generation I bought, actually. But now I own, Jesus, like 10 times more games for that system than I do the Xbox and GameCube combined. Yeah, your PS2 collection is so, immense. Yeah. So, I mean, it was after that, then... It, I, 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 that It's the same as you. I like Sony's exclusive stuff. And I still like the 360. I think they're doing some incredible stuff on that. They've done DLC right, and that actually is a sticking point for me because it really pisses me off that they get a lot of this exclusive stuff that Sony doesn't. Because even though I never play half of it, I'm kind of a weird completist, and I like feel like I need to buy it. Huh. So, I don't know. That's just me. But like I said, Xbox Live Arcade is awesome and definitely worth owning a 364. But PS3 is a system for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I didn't like my 360 at least a little bit, I'd probably put it away. But with the advent of us probably going to be playing uh, um, um, Chrome, the Hounds. Name, the Chrome Hounds and you know the new dlc for castle crashers coming up soon and pinball fx still gets a lot of play for me i i I honestly haven't turned my 360 on in a month though i've been playing mine a little bit but another thing with that is there aren't that many when you cut out the third party games there aren't that many exclusives on 360 i want to play and most most of them are really niche titles like earth defense force um shit what else do i even own that's niche. <laughs> see that and and it's an that's honest thing it's not a fanboy thing it's an honest thing there aren't a lot of exclusives on 360 that i give a shit about i don't like halo and i yeah. i'm not a big rts guy especially on a console i think i mean more power to the people who like yeah, those games because you're the people that should be playing the 360 then but i think it's worth owning both I, I do think it's kind of a harder sell if you already have the 360 to buy a ps3 on top of it but, you know, that's Sony's problem. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess that's yeah, all I But, have you say. know, if it's in third place, don't worry about it. Because if you're having fun, who cares? It's all this console war stuff is bullshit anyway. I agree. If Especially, you're having fun I don't with think Nintendo system, should even be involved in this quote-unquote console race. No, just because I've discounted them. I, yeah. Basically, the only things I'm playing on my Wii right now are Tatsunoko versus Capcom and Wii Fit. See, like the friends around here that have a Wii... They have one, and they still all they do is they go to the bars and get all loaded up, go back to a friend's house and play Wii Sports. Still, yeah, because they're drunk off their asses and they just sit and play Wii Sports because they can well, hold it in one the, hand and a drink in the other. The Wii is now becoming like the common system in households because I've seen I've like gotten Facebook invites for friends' birthday parties, like yeah. old work acquaintances and stuff. And it's like, hey, yeah, we'll go to the bar, get liquored up, and then maybe come back home for some late night Nintendo. It's like, really? Ugh. You're not even a gamer. Exactly. I don't know. I just... The Wii to me is still a pet rock. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. I don't know. I still have yeah. it. I don't play it at all, though. I don't think it's a bad system, but each Except of these for, systems, you get what you want out of it. Yeah. And if you're not getting what you want, don't play else. it and move on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. On to the next one. We got two left. <sighs> All right. And this one's yours, isn't it? Huh? This one's yours. Yeah, this one's mine. Uh, uh hi fellas. <laughs> this is in response <laughs> to the question about remote play in episode ninety five. I have a PS3 and a PSP. I use my PSP often due to my girlfriend who watches a, the TV a lot, and I don't have access to a second TV. I download my demos, chat, and play my PS1 games I like through remote play. I also would like to use it when I am not in the same house via the internet, but my 
speed touch router keep switching it back on do you know of any fixes for this or will i have to go buy another router thanks guys oh so his router's shutting off remote play no, I think that's it's turning it on randomly like it was mine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why that's happening. I, I've seen that every now and then. Um, I never actually figured out why it did that. Hmm. I should try it again, though, because I have it through a switch now. And see if it still does it. I didn't have the same kind of router he does, though. But I just I ended up turning off, like, the... What is it? Power on through Ethernet or whatever. Oh, yeah. If you have that, turn that off. Yeah. Because that, that's what was doing it to mine, like when I had it where you could power on the PS3 with the remote play, and it would just randomly turn on all the time. Huh. So, yeah, like if I'm going to use remote play, I'll turn the PS3 on and set it there and then just do it. Yeah, I, um, you might want to check I the official forums form. and see if maybe somebody has an insight on that, too, because I'm sure you're not the only two that have had that problem. Yeah. Yeah, if you find somebody who or if you find an answer, let us know post it on the forums yeah definitely yeah i I, i've never really heard a fix for that me either Uh, all right well you get the last email dude all right oh that was from i'll be seeing you oh yes a l a l b y c one n u clever (laughs) (laughs) all right this one's the easy actually this won't be the easiest of all because there's a lot to read um, our buddy Mike PSN08 is holding a contest for everybody. Ooh. You can go to VG Evo and find it. You can look under the Sony subforum or just search for Mike's giveaway contest. Um, I'll read his post here. I'm giving you VG Evo fans a chance to win a code for a full version of Echo Chrome for the PSP handheld system. I'm also giving a $20 PSN card code out too. The rules are number one, anyone can join, even podcast hosts. Number two, no Chuck's mom jokes or you will be eliminated. We like that (laughs) rule. He's upholding my New Year's resolution. (laughs) I'm going to start something and then I'm not going to finish it. (laughs) Finish what? I think it's more than finished. (laughs) Anyway, number three, tell me which of the two contests you want to enter along with your answer. Number four, you can only enter in one of the two drawings. All answers should be posted in a private message to Mike PSN 8 on VG Evo. Number five, drawings will be picked and posted on Tuesday morning, January 20th, between 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. Central, depending when he gets the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> the codes will be given to the winners in a private message. Entries will not be accepted after Monday, January 19th at 11 p.m. Good luck and think hard about the answers. Do you want me to actually read them on here or should I just send people to the post? Yeah, just send them to there. Yeah, so go check it out on VG Evo. There's uh, two different trivia questions, one for each prize. So uh, get on there and try to win some free stuff. There Thanks, you go. Mike. Free we stuff is always it. fun. Yeah, this is why we love our damn community. You guys are awesome. Hell yeah. Well, the MGC is going to be so much fun. Word and how. All right, well, we have gone like 50 minutes here. So let's take our first break. And when we come back, we'll uh, hit the news, the new releases, the Blu-ray new releases. <clears throat> All right, mic check. Check. One, two. All right, sweet. Yeah, we're set. Got my beer. Got my Doritos. Check my perks here. Yeah. 
yeah, sweet. I'm gonna kill me some terrorists. They ain't never gonna know what hit him. That's right, bitches. I'm coming for you. Get ready to reap the whirlwind. Game, set, match, motherfucker. Get ready. There's no stopping. Hey, hon, can you help me carry in the groceries? Son of a bitch. Every damn time. GamersOnlyOlder.com Because carrying the groceries is not an achievement. Welcome to the Gamers of VG Evo Network Podcast Affiliate. I love scotch. Scotchy, scotchy, scotch. Here it goes down, down into my belly. Let's... <laughs> All right, kids, let's do some news. There isn't much this week, so we only did like a couple. Plus, we knew we were going to do 10 emails, so we had to cut something for time. Yeah. So, you want to do the first one? Sure. All right. And we'll get to more emails next week. I don't know if we'll get to as many, but. (laughs) No, I doubt we're going to get to as many next week. Yeah. The Resident Evil 5 demo will appear on PSN the week of February 5th. Yay! Yay! Even though the 360 is getting it a week earlier. Boo! The hell? I don't know. Sup with that, Capcom? Yeah, you bitches. I thought you liked PS3. Yeah, that's what we that's what we were told. PS3 is supposed to be my new Saturn. Support it. <laughs> oh God! Don't don't <laughs> condemn it to that kind of a death. Hey, come on, Capcom! Fucking supported the hell out of the Saturn and the Dreamcast. Man, look how they turned out. What? Cap- oh, I thought you meant Capcom. <laughs> Wait, maybe this is all Capcom's fault. You bastards! <gasps> anyway. Damn. Uh, the demo will include two levels and three types of co-op play. Single player with AI support, two player split screen on a single PS3, and two player across the PlayStation network. All right. <laughs> and there's a new there control scheme inspired by Gears of War. Oh, God, no. Hmm. Gears' controls aren't that bad. Actually, Gears 2 was a lot better than Gears 1, but I still had those problems where I was sticking to a wall and I'm trying to get off of it and I end up jumping over to another yeah. thing. Oh, God. The contextual button thing does get annoying. Yes, big um, time. I hope it actually works well for RE5 because otherwise I'm not going to play it because I hated the original controls in RE4. Right. I, so, I don't know. I never played RE4, so. What? <laughs> that was my is that Shane Bettenhausen who always does that uh, I think so yeah yeah <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't mind trying the Wii version at your house sometime but just never got around to it the, the, the Wii version is actually awesome that's one of the few games that are worth owning on the Wii yeah yeah uh, next one I mentioned it a little bit before but the, there was a question out on the PlayStation blog and our, our buddy Jeff Rubenstein actually answered it and that is uh there will be no limited edition or collector's edition of Killzone 2. Um, I think it's a bad idea. I'm collector's kind editions, of indifferent, but at the same time, it's like, why? That's, that's what doesn't really make a lot of sense. I mean, the last big collector's edition we've seen for a PS3 exclusive is MGS4, as far as I can remember. No, uh, Resistance 2. Oh, Resistance 2, yeah, with the, with the figure. And I think that sold pretty well, because I know our GameStop sold out of it. Um, yeah. But I mean, like, I wouldn't buy it, but it it, it does kind of confuse me. Like, why wouldn't they do it? Just throw in some, I don't know, laser cell art pieces and a behind the scenes DVD. The funny thing is there's already something out there that they have produced that would work. There's a Hmm. um, an art book, like this little package that went out to a bunch of um, journalists. Of course, not you or I. 
But it had like an art book. We're and, not journalists. Like a, <laughs> we ain't journalists. Uh, there's like an art book, a DVD or something. I mean, it was like this big marketing pack, and it's gorgeous. Uh, there's some pictures of it out on, uh, on NeoGAF. And I even said, I go, why didn't you guys just release that as the collector's edition? It would have gone over big. Or maybe a big cat helmet. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a big hell gas helmet. Yeah, put it on your cat. It, let him run it's around. weird. I don't know. It, it doesn't make much sense to me. Not that I would actually have bought the Killzone Collector's Edition, but it just seems like a no-brainer. Here's like one of the biggest PS3 games of the year, and they're not doing anything. Yeah, I... God, I hope they market it. I want to see a commercial on the Super Bowl. That's what I want to see. See, did I talk about my commercial idea last week? I don't remember. Where, uh... You just see the hell gas like putting some uh, Master Chief looking armor in like a trash compactor. (laughs) And then you see some like overly steroided Gears of War freak like crying for his mom or something as like a hell gas beats the shit out of him. Yeah, it'd be it'd be great. Um, Something like that, you know, like something super cheesy, but like all in your face and edgy. I don't know. (laughs) In your face and edgy. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like Max Power. There's yeah. the right way, the wrong way, and the max power way. Isn't that just the wrong way? Yeah, but it's faster. <laughs> something like that, though. Like something that's going to make all the like Xbox fanboys go, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you making fun of us for, jerk? <laughs> we got we got a Halo RTS stuff." <laughs> and all the Halo fanboys are going to buy it and go, what the fuck is this shit? That's the thing, you know, <laughs> it, it does kind of pain me that I'm sure Halo Wars will actually sell really well. And we're going to end up going to GameStop and all the used places. We're going to see like a hundred copies of them right. because they're going to get it and they're going to play it. And they're going to be like, this is awful. This is not Halo. And they're going to get rid of it. Yeah, uh, I'm biased because I hate RTS games already. But I, yeah, that I'm I'm. More power to them if they actually make an RTS game that works well on a console. Yeah. But well, I it's thought that Command and well Conquer or whatever worked well on a console or that new well, one. Yeah. That, yeah. But I just. But it's going to sell well on a, because it's got the Halo name. Yeah. But I think you're right. You're going to walk into GameStop a week later and see a bunch of copies. Oh, yeah. I mean, look how many copies of um, GTA 4 on the 360 you see all the time now. You see a lot of the PS3 one, too. I don't, not as many as I saw on the 360 side. It was weird. I look around here sometime. They're all over yeah. the place. Yeah, but I don't know. Well, how about Mass Effect? <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. No, and, and actually, Mass Effect I think is a good game, but um, I haven't played it yet. I got to play around there for like a couple hours. Uh, <laughs> it's installed mine, on my computer, but I haven't played it yet. <laughs> oh yeah, no. A friend of mine was playing, and I was watching them. I thought it was a really cool game, but there were, man, it was glitchy as hell. Yeah, no, I'm um, sticking to the PC on that. Five bucks, baby. Is it? Hmm. What on Steam? That's what I got it for brand new at uh, Goodwill. Oh, you bastard. Yeah. You know, I go to my Goodwill. Man, we were getting so far off the subject, but I go to the Goodwills around here. They don't even have an Atari 2600 game, and it's so bad. Yeah, I check the one down the street from my work, like, usually once or twice a week, just because, you know, I'm obsessive, (laughs) just obsessive about hunting for games, and they rarely have anything good. Like, I snagged Neverwinter Nights for, like, two bucks at one time. Huh. And Neverwinter Nights 2. And uh, the different one I found, the Mass Effect for five bucks. And you've played them so I much. Grab. No, I've been playing Neverwinter Nights 2 every once in a while. Wow. Um, But that other one, I found that Super Nintendo for ten bucks. Oh, and that's And a right, bunch of yeah. games for two bucks a piece. And I got some good stuff in there, like the Mario All-Stars with Super Mario World. 
uh, Mario Kart, Donkey Kong Country, Pocky and Rocky. Wow. I didn't know you got Pocky yeah. and Rocky with it. Yeah, two bucks. Holy shit, I hate you. I you know. know, it's really funny we're talking about this right now. And on the chat box, Tamarind LAZ says, also, thank God K2 will not have a collector's edition. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I didn't think I was streaming sorry. this. Sorry we didn't read your email, Tamarin. Sorry. Well, uh, maybe get to it next week. <laughs> it's possible. Weirder things have happened. Um, <laughs> and actually, while I said that, I said streaming. Um, just so everybody knows, the next time a, a show will be streamed is our live show on the 7th. After that, I wouldn't even expect it until at the earliest April or May, maybe. Um, there's an audio. I don't like how the audio came out on the recording. And I got to figure out a way to fix that. And uh, it's it's a very complicated process. So, you know, everybody's always in the shop box every week. Are you going to stream this one? Seriously, I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys know if we're going to stream it. It's not going to be a last minute thing anymore because I know we can do it now. But um, don't I don't want to make it a habit because it's very distracting. Yeah. And I don't think I don't like the way the audio came out. So we get distracted enough. We get distracted more than enough. All right. Anyway. We're way off track. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, last news story we have a uh, moon language DualShock 3 driver for the PC but it also supports what it supports rumble oh yeah yeah pretty cool look at that woohoo yeah it's a uh, go to PS3 fanboy you can find the link it's it's written in Japanese like all the menus are in Japanese so it might take some figuring out but actually if you is... go to dcemu.uk there's instructions oh in they have instructions okay cool there has been a six access uh hack driver out for a while that i tried to get to work but i could never get it to work apparently this one works really well Hmm. so i might try this because i i have like a wired 360 pad i can use on my pc but i prefer the ps3 pad yeah me too so unlike those and i actually gifts on a gaff (laughs) <laughs> i do i like the dualshock 3 better than the dualshock 2 i actually like the dualshock 3 better than the dualshock 2 as well it's it's weird because i i, I just went back and played a ps2 game the other day and i was like man this thing feels really weird no i i read something recently i think it, it had to have been a post on gaff where they were comparing the the dualshock 2's like d-pad to like the original psp where the dualshock 3 is more like the psp 2000 and 3000s Mm. or it's easier and registers better so i've never really thought about it but then i'm like i've gone back to use the dualshock 2 when i've been playing my old ps2 and i don't like it as much right and i maybe that's why i don't know it's a good possibility i i like the triggers in the uh or you know the four shoulder buttons and triggers a lot better on the dualshock 3 yeah i actually do like the well actually resistance 2 was making me hit the big fatty l2 and r2 triggers Hmm. But most of the time, I actually like them. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, do your job. My job. Do your job that you don't get paid for. Yeah. Somebody needs to pay me. If anybody out there is hiring a graphic designer, please, for the love of God, give me a job. (laughs) Or if anybody wants to advertise on a gaming podcast, we are shameless whores. We will. We will do it for money. And since Sailor Jerry's ignoring us, maybe we should start hitting up Schlitz. Ooh. Huh. I might have I'm to drinking a Schlitz emails. right now. It's I'm, delicious. Is that the uh, <laughs> is that the Schlitz I bought brought a long time ago? 
Uh, no, we two people brought cases of Schlitz to <laughs> the New Year's party. I think Scott and Terry. I was gonna say, I wonder so if Max this was left, one of them. <laughs> no, this is left from the first case. The second case is still sitting in the basement. It was in the garage, but I was afraid it was all gonna freeze and explode. <laughs> Schlitz won't explode except for in your mouth. <laughs> With its assy flavor. <laughs> no way, dude. Schlitz tastes good when it's cold. Well, yeah, you're supposed to drink it ice cold. It's American beer. I know. All right, we're uh, this is gonna be a long ass episode. I know. All right, new releases. PS2. We have R. Tonelico Melody of Metaphalacia. Okay. Uh, near as I can tell, I think it's an RPG. I believe so, yes. Yeah, and uh, actually somebody made a cool uh, official thread on NeoGAF, because I looked at that over lunch today. I, I didn't really read much of it, but graphics look cool, like sprite-based characters. I think it was on a 3D background. Hmm. Um, I've so far in over my head with backlogged RPGs right now, I can't even think about picking another one up. So, <laughs> Do it. Anybody wants to review it for us, feel free. Actually, we got uh, two PS- listener reviews today, too, so we'll put those on next Oops. week. <laughs> Our apologies to people who send in listener reviews. We'll get to well, them eventually. We literally got them <laughs> while we were recording, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, since you and I haven't been reviewing anything lately. It's been nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I mean, we've got a couple big reviews coming up. It's just we can't do them yet. This is true. Yeah. All right, PSP Star Ocean Second Evolution, which is actually coming out early, and much to my chagrin because I have barely even scratched the surface of the first one. Yeah, me too. Damn it. I, I think I'm about five or six hours in. Well, just just so everybody knows what I'm spending my time on, I'm spending my time on the 100th show on some stuff, so I'm not just wasting my time. <laughs> Hey, I'm the guy who hasn't played games in two months. You don't have to make excuses for me. Well, I've been playing games. I just haven't been playing a lot of these RPGs. Yeah, I actually have to dig out my DS and PSP because I haven't touched them in weeks. So what else? Oh, PS3. We got Skate 2, which neither one of us is going to play, I assume. Yeah, but you know what? Christine might. uh, Saber Girl might because I know she loved the first one. And Um, Deadward. So you guys race to send us a review. Apparently the PS2 or PS3 version requires two gig a uh, two gig install, but who cares? So. Actually, Deadward should send us a review because Christine will probably review it on Sisters in Gaming. That's true. All right, Deadward, you have a job. Yep. And luckily, there's not much to spend your money on Blu-ray this week. Uh, I was looking Woo-hoo. through this earlier, and uh, boy, King Kong. But I hated that movie, that version. Wait, King Kong? It's already out. I thought. Not seeing. It's coming out the twentieth. Oh. Uh, no, a movie it, I want to watch, but I'm not going to buy what? Max Payne. Dude, I'm just telling you what it says. June 20, Jan, I know, January but I'm 20. flabbergasted because I thought that was out when the HD DVD was out, or was it only on HD DVD? It was only on HD DVD, and actually it had a really, okay. really bad transfer. Oh, no, that was uh, the game. The game. The game, if you played it on SD, you couldn't see it. That's what it was. Sorry. Oh, that was what it was. The scotch is kicking You know, in. I actually, I kind of liked King Kong up until the uh, the ice skating scene. Oh, God. Oh, and God. then it all just fell apart. I actually was really enjoying it up until then. I actually bought the DVD. I bought into the hype and I bought the DVD and I watched it and I went, well, I'll never watch this again. Yeah. Um, Max Payne, I want to see. I'm not going to buy it, though. There's no way. No. Um, I want to see this as well, but there's no way I'm buying it, especially on Blu-ray. But uh, Repo, the genetic opera, I got to see it. It's, what is it? It's this cheesy... 
I don't even know how to describe it. I've seen some stuff on it. Uh, kind of a, it's a horror musical. I, I, cool. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it, but um, yeah, there's there's actually some big names in it, but it's just this crappy, cheesy movie. Um, man, I'm kind of tempted to get this just because she's naked in it, but uh, Unfaithful with Diane Lane. <laughs> um, that's a, well, there's a new mobile suit Z Gundam. It doesn't really. That's, yeah, that's a couple days later. Yeah, that's still next week. So yeah. yeah, not much really going on next week for Blu-ray, which is fine. I just got the my my diehard four pack that, I, that Amazon had on sale for thirty-eight bucks. So I'm gonna watch some of those. Hey, I think you forgot Super, Superior Ultraman Eight Brothers. What? Oh my god! Is that the next page? <laughs> <laughs> is that Jap- Yeah, it's Japanese only. I'm sure uh, you can listen to that on the new Danger Cast with. Uh, Mention justice <laughs> on the what? Mention- I forgot what what the hell did he call his new podcast? Hijinks cast. No, our uh, our buddy uh, Keith Justice, who runs henshinjustice dot com, which is all things uh, henshin and tokusatsu, he has a new podcast out there. And I apologize. H oh HJU Radio. Hmm. You can find it in he linked to it in the other po- other shows section on VG Evo. So there you go, people. I'm sure you can find it at henshinjustice.com as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, we were going to do this after the break, but um, it was pretty short, and we've got some time here. So um, like we said earlier, we talked uh, again to Mr. Dave Hegawood from Psionic Studios uh, just to follow up on supersonic acrobatic rocket-powered battle cars. And um, we talked to him for, I think, about 15 minutes, something like that, 20 minutes. Uh, but we just, you know, we talked about the European release, uh, the new pricing, uh, the patch that had come out a few weeks ago, things like that. So uh, we wanted to get him back on the show to talk about it, and uh, we hope that you enjoy it. So here we go. All right, everybody. Well, as we mentioned before, we got a very special guest on the show, a a, a second-time guest, uh, Mr. Dave Hagawood from Psionic Studios, makers of, I'm going to get this wrong, Supersonic Acrobatic Rocket Powered Battle Cars. So uh, Right. We wanted to get Dave back on the show and uh, talk a little bit about Battle Cars again, uh, kind of where it's going, where it's been, and uh, also, hey, some new news for it. So, uh, Dave, thanks for coming on the show again with us. No problem. No problem. So, what, yeah, what's so, the exciting uh, news for today? Uh, I guess the, the, the biggest news is uh, we're coming out in Europe Yay! on January 22nd. Yay! All right. <laughs> yes. So, we've been, we've been really looking forward to that. We've got a lot of European fans who... Uh, I've been uh, playing the demo, even playing the U.S. version, and waiting every day, hoping to hear the news, and it's finally here. <laughs> Great. I know a lot of our listeners have been waiting for it, too, so that's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah there, there's been quite a lot of talk about it on the Shoutbox today over on, on VG Evo, uh, as soon as they saw that the release date was finally announced, so that's pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, what, yeah. What, well, it's funny. We haven't actually done the official press release. It's just huh. actually spread <laughs> from our forums and uh, jumped across the web already. Welcome to nice. the internets. <laughs> 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 so, um, what, what's the price going to be when it hits Europe? Uh, Nine ninety-nine euros. Okay, and what is there like a, a, a limitation of what countries it's available in Europe or? I guess, what does that cover? Um, no, we pretty much, uh, as far as languages, uh, we're doing uh, e which is English, French, Italian, German, Spanish. 
But uh, as far as countries, uh, I think we're hitting pretty much everywhere that, that has PS3. Sweet. Mm. So, uh, you have PS3 there, you should be able to get it in one of those languages. Nice. Now, can uh, the U.S. play European players, or is everybody on separate servers? No, we did We did make a decision. We did that actually ourselves. We decided not to, to do that just because of uh, we didn't want to complicate the lag issue if you've got people playing across uh, overseas and right. uh, slower connections. So Makes what, sense. what's the response been so far with the game? I, I mean, I know your forums, I mean, you've been getting a lot more members lately, and, and yeah. uh, you had a couple of events, yeah. or at least one. What, are you guys happy with the response you've gotten, or... Is it a little bit underwhelming, or how, how have things gone? Uh, it's, it's, it's been pretty great. I mean, we've been really surprised, especially at the forum. So we've got about 300 members now. They're all diehard Battle Cars players. <laughs> um, some of them play every day. Some of them play ridiculous amounts. So, you know, Those are the assholes that beat me all the time. They've played thousands yeah. of games. It's, it's, it's incredible. And, uh, you know, the, the ones that are, that are the most dedicated are are definitely on our forums and, and always talking about the game and bringing new players in, and uh, that's what we like. Nice. Well, that's Very good. Cool. It, it's a game, I, I honestly, I love the game. I just don't play it enough. Yeah, same here. The holidays were far too busy. Ugh. That was ridiculous. I have noticed it looks like there's more people on now after the update, though. I've had a yeah. lot much easier time finding people to play games against. Yeah, there was uh, people were having trouble with uh, network latency issues, and uh, with the update, um, which is I guess is another big piece of news we can announce if people haven't heard already. It was a few few weeks ago now, but uh, we did uh, we did an update and uh, we fixed a lot of uh, network lag issues. Um, we made it a lot smoother for people to play, and uh, we added a, a new map, so we have four maps now. Nice. Sweet. Yeah, that new map rules, but it's man, is it. <laughs> It's just crazy. It, it messes with my head. <laughs> it's so bright, yeah. but I love the ball. Well, we were playing at uh, the day after New Year's, and I was a little hungover. <laughs> and right. Glenn was playing, and like I was trying to watch him play that map, and it was actually starting to make me feel a little sick. <laughs> I forgot about that. I attribute it to the hangover, though, because when I'm playing it sober, I'm fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, we also added a uh, server browser, so uh, it's easier to find games. You can you can see how many people are online. Yeah, I I'm, love that actually. Yeah, I'm I'm always up for a server browser. I'm not a matchmaking guy, so I was really very happy that yeah. you added that. Well, it's cool because sometimes people would pick something very specific they want to play this certain kind of game, and they'd be like, "Wow, there's nobody online." Well, there's actually almost always people online. Uh, so the server browser kind of reveals that uh, there are indeed uh, plenty of people online, and, and we've never had trouble getting a game. So right now, yeah. you guys did that that team challenge back a couple of weeks ago. How did that go? Yes, that went awesome. Um, basically, we did uh, we did the Psionics team match challenge, and uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, wanted to play team matches because you can actually register a, a team name and play with a, a certain number of friends and, and take on other teams. But uh, we wouldn't have a night when uh, not only would there be lots of people always playing team matches, so there'd be lots of uh, ability to uh, match up in teams, but also uh, we set up five different Psionics teams. Hmm. And uh, we uh, we played on there for several hours and uh, played almost everyone who was on there. But I, I think there were close to 60 teams playing that night. So wow. It, uh, it was pretty awesome. And we, we actually... Uh, drew up all the the standings of uh, 
how we did versus uh, all the teams that we played, and we posted them on our forums, which is really cool. There's definitely some teams out there that can uh, that can beat the Sonics guys now, which is uh, <laughs> something uh, we were wow. <laughs> looking forward to. We're not looking forward to. I'm not sure, but <laughs> it happened. <laughs> that's great. That that's always uh, that's always going to happen with every game because you know there's just those diehards that are going to sit there and play the game nonstop until they just figure out every little nook and cranny. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I've been seriously amazed at some of the stuff people pull off in that game, and I realize, like, I think I'm pretty decent at it now, but I suck compared to some of these people <laughs> I've played against. Hey, I did finally fly once. <laughs> nice. Like, like yeah, I actually got it down off. okay. Well, no, but I, I actually, it wasn't one of those accidental flights. I actually tried to fly, and I did it, so I was very happy with myself. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, there, there was finally someone who um, I, I think has even exceeded uh, Psionics Adam, who's, who's our player that's always flying around and everyone is always talking about him. But uh, there's a player, uh, I can't remember his uh, exact name. It's AV428 or something, some number at the end. But uh, he posted a replay on our, on our forums uh, just uh, yesterday, I think. And it's nothing but him scoring air goals to the uh, soundtrack of the Portal Still Alive song. Oh, jeez. Nice. It's, it's just great. I mean, I, I thought it's definitely the hands down the best video I've seen yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. So if uh, there's people out there who are looking to join teams and stuff and they want to find a place, do you think your forums are the best place to go to meet new players? Uh, definitely. There's lots of people there either either uh, looking for more members of the team or looking up to start a team. We actually have a section of the forum uh, just for that. And uh, it's pretty easy to find. You can go to slash forums. And uh, there's a looking for a match and looking for teammates uh, categories. And there's, there's always lots of people in there looking, looking to do that. And um, we've started on Tuesdays and Saturdays now on a sort of recurring basis. We're uh, we're having those as kind of official team nights. So uh, on those nights, there's always going to be people uh, looking for matchups, and we try to have at least one or two psionics teams on there. Um, basically, on those nights, starting at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. Okay, that's cool. actually perfect time then. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we actually took a vote on the forums to find like, the most ideal times <laughs> for people to play. Well, Tuesdays works great for us. It. it we finally have an event that doesn't happen when we're recording, so yeah. that's always nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Mark, we gotta we gotta start our team finally. We gotta do it. I think I got recruited for a team already with Carrot Panic, unless oh, you found somebody else. That's horseshit. <laughs> well, you can have like five people on a team, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can. Uh, you can't pl- all play at once. Uh, there's right. only four v four, but you right. can have like a bunch of people on a team, and different members can play at different times. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta figure okay. something out. We gotta start representing. Let's talk to. We'll talk to him and see if he's got people already or not. Yeah. We Otherwise, we'll make our own team. <laughs> that, that, that's oh, always good to remember. One thing I just remembered that I hadn't mentioned uh, with the Europe version, we're doing something a little bit different um, in terms of uh, the demo. So instead of having actual a downloadable demo um, that you download, and then if you want to buy the game, you go to something separate and you buy the game separately and re-download it again. This time you actually buy the full game, but it's in a trial mode. Ooh. And if you want to buy it, you actually unlock the game from directly within the game. And uh, the cool thing about that is uh, because the people who are playing the demo and the full game are basically playing the same game, uh, European players will be able to play um, 
in unranked against people who are just playing the demo. Ah. So if you cool. want to, um, you can always play ranked, but if you want to, um, we expect there's there's probably going to be a lot of traffic on those unranked servers. It's going to give you a lot of servers to choose from. Hmm. That's, That's a, a good really idea. Good. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. Basically, the way it works is instead of having, um, with the U.S. version, we had, uh, it was, let's see. I think it was like two minutes. Uh, you had a certain amount of time, a minute yeah. and a half, I think, that you could actually play a game before you got kicked out. And a lot of people found that uh, jarring. It's like, oh, I just was enjoying the game, and I got kicked out, and I got to go to a cell screen and come back. So what we're doing this time is you can actually play full games in the demo version um, up to 90 full minutes of game time. And we only count that when you're actually physically playing the game. Huh. So you can play lots and lots of games, enough to actually get pretty good at the game. Um, in the demo version, you can play against actual full game players. So we're we're hoping to to really stack the uh, the server browser and have a lot of people in there for people to play against. Wow, that's oh, that's really cool. That's really, it's, it's like almost like the old shareware days on PC. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, I'm old. Wow. I always have to bring stuff like that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that model better. We we didn't actually know we could do that when we released the US version. So something uh, Sony's supporting now and. and uh, I thought it was pretty cool. That is really cool. Yeah. Well, so now that you uh, got the European version under your belt, are is there more plans for DLC or new tracks or anything? Yeah, definitely. Um, we actually we have a, a new map. We probably could have released it already, but we, we wanted to wait till the, the European version came out because otherwise we would have to pull the European version back out of certification and add the new map oh. and so on. So we've actually been waiting for that to get finished. Um, so we'll probably wait a little bit, make sure there's no problems with the Europe that we, you know, Europe version that we may want to fix in a, a later update. But uh, as soon as uh, we feel comfortable with that, we're going to release a new map, and uh, uh, I think you're going to like it. It's it's definitely uh, some of the developers' favorite map by far. Sweet. The smells of minecart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do still need a minecart map, but you know, take your time. God. <laughs> <laughs> we had to bring that up i i don't know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe we will <laughs> uh but we well, really do love your game and yeah. we try to push it as much as possible i think i even told off our listeners who were complaining that it was too expensive you did you got yelled at for that <laughs> yeah i did <laughs> that's all right i mean you know it, it's one thing I, I always have a big argument with people about a lot of people believe in supporting independent publishers, independent developers, and I do too as well, but at the same time, there's certain games that come out that, yeah, they're independently published and, and they're independently developed, but they're just not that good. And people mm-hmm. always say, oh, you should still support them. Well, no, you're, you're, you're kind of telling them that, hey, you don't have to bring out a great game, we'll still buy it. But in yeah. this case, it's, it's nice because we honestly do love the game and we honestly do believe that people should support it. And it's a blast. It, it doesn't take that much that much skill to play, and you mm-hmm. can get better and better and better. But it's still so much fun to play no matter what. So yeah. now we just have to find the button that gets your own guys from hitting you all the time. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, and getting, or something. Yeah, yeah that's no, what you should do. The one thing I, I definitely want to say to people is it, it's it's a tough game, um, to, to, especially when you're playing up against people who've been playing for a while. But it, it, it feels like it's difficult at first, 
but it really doesn't take more than one or two games before you start really getting attached to that car. Like it really becomes an extension of yourself and you're like, wow, I can really make this do some amazing things without very much effort. And uh, so that's the biggest thing is, that we try to tell people who are trying the game out is, you know, give it, give it a chance. It will really grow on you and you probably won't be able to let it go after that. Well, and, and also, I mean, one of the things that I suggest quite a bit is you actually gave us some tips before when you were on the show on episode 81. And I, mm-hmm. I always tell people, go back and listen to that because you talk about the ball camera and you talk about remapping the triangle. You know, you, you yeah. talk a lot about that stuff and, and go out to their forums, go out to com, check out the forums. There's a lot of tips and tricks out there. The replay videos are, are great. So that, that's what I yeah, say to we, do. Agreed. Yeah, and you, you'll never find a developer, I don't think, anywhere. I challenge you to find a developer that is, is more responsive to our community. Um, there's probably as many posts on the forum by developers right now than uh, as there are from the community members. We answer almost every single question that's in any ways relevant, and, uh, and we have every single person on our team on there. Well, I even see a couple of your guys on NeoGAF every now and then. And I mean, you stop by VG Evo as well. So um, yep. I agree. Yep. I, I think you're one of the most active groups of, of developers that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the way it should be done. I agree. All right. Well, we've taken up enough of your time, but uh, I will tell everybody, get out there and buy this game. And uh, what's the release date for Europe again? Uh, January 22nd. And that's nine euros and ninety nine pence, or I don't know what is it. Nine ninety nine. Well, we can't call them space bucks. That's Jap- uh, Japan future bucks. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the U.S. version is now down to nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Correct. Yes. So, yep. Both continents. Wow. Sweet. Yeah. So get up there and See, buy the game. Everybody so has to team. get it. I agree. One of the best games on PSN. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, we will let you go, sir. Uh, thanks a bunch. And uh, don't make this the last time coming on the show. Definitely get out here. And uh, if you want to talk about any of the uh, DLC you're doing, just shoot me an email and we'll, uh, we'll get you back on. All right. Thanks. Always a pleasure, guys. All right. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye. All right. Well, our thanks to Dave for coming back on the show. And uh, that wasn't bullshit. Anytime you want to come back on the show, Dave, you are more than welcome we love having you on. Yep. We love talking to you, and uh, we love your and game. People, for the love of God, buy the game. Yeah, ten bucks. This is it's as fun as Crash Commando, and you all know how much we love that game too. It, it is just a great game, online madness, and uh, I. It, it's one of those that it's great because you can just go and play a couple matches and leave. You know, if if, if yeah. you don't have a lot of time, or you can sit for hours and get really good at it. But um, yeah, and there there is a somewhat steep learning curve, but. Don't let it sway you because the game is a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's worth it. And it's a great game to get like six people or eight people on from VG Evo all at once. Because mm-hmm. you sit on voice chat and bullshit the whole time. So, yeah, I go buy the game, please. All right. Well, uh, we're going to take our last break. When we come back, we'll talk about what we've been playing, uh, the Midwest Gaming Classic, and some details on the 100th episode. Okay, guys, here we go. Hello, my name is Chris Ferriccio from Interactive Distractions, and I'm here with Jeff Chorney. Jeff? Damn mute button! Every week! Fuck, man! Dude, dude are you playing something? We're doing the ad spot. Oh, one, one second, Chris, one second. Okay. okay, I'm good. I'm good. Let's go. Okay, let's try this again. Hello, my name is Chris Ferriccio from Interactive Distractions, and I'm here with Jeff Chorney. Word up! And Jason A. Stryker. 
Wait, what are we doing? Oh, fuck this. Jason, we were doing that uh, ad spot, remember? Yeah, the one that you helped write? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, my bad. See, I, I thought we'd just, like, practice or something. Um, All right, Chris, ready <clears> to go. Chris? Man, we can't even stay focused for an ad. How the hell do we actually get through a podcast? <laughs> Seriously? And we got nominated for a podcast award? Well, they they kind of had low standards. Interactive Distractions. So many games, so little time. Interactive Distractions is a proud member of the BG Evo Podcast Network. Schlitz. It's refreshing and cool. <laughs> With just a hint of hops. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> if anybody out there wants to email Schlitz in our favor, please do. Yeah, we need uh, some. We need money, damn it. <laughs> I know. I need a job. Uh, so, Mark, what have you been playing this week? I've actually played games. Bullshit. I did. Prove it. Uh, the, the main one I've been playing is resistance Two. Ah. Finally, I finished a single player last night and, uh, yeah, it's uh resistance Two. Yeah. <laughs> Did you play online yeah. at all yet? Yeah. I, I've played some co-op. Um, I haven't done any of the, uh, competitive since the beta though. Oh, okay. Um, I, I actually feel a little bad cause you know, Zaku was nice enough to send me this game. Because I like the game, but I don't love it. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's mostly based on the single player campaign, though, because I I think the co-op is actually pretty awesome. And I really did like when I played a competitive when I played it in the beta. But that's not usually my type of game anyway. So, right. You know, Uh, but the the single player, I liked Resistance 1 a lot better. Huh. Well, you and I were talking about that last night a little bit. And actually... I agree with you on, on some of your points. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well, I'll run them down a little bit. I actually wrote down some of my thoughts for once. What? Yeah, I know. That wasn't even a New Year's like, resolution you did that. Wow. I know. I even wrote down the other games I played, so I didn't forget anything. Holy shit! <laughs> uh, like, Resistance 1, I've said before, I thought it was a really solid FPS that didn't do anything overly special, but the thing was, the game was like solid all the way through. It was fun. The combat was great. The weapons were cool, and I think Resistance Two actually loses a little bit of that. My one big complaint about Resistance One is it didn't have like any giant like set piece battles. It was like a lot of skirmish stuff, a couple bosses, but for the most part, you were kind of fighting similar battles over and over in different locales. But it worked, and it was a lot of fun. Where Resistance 2, it seems like it's a lot more set pieces that are, in my opinion, too scripted. And it's linked together with weaker normal battles than the first game had. Mm. Uh, I don't know. The, the story itself, too, I like the way it was presented in Resistance 1, where it was the, the chick narrating the whole thing, and you like saw the maps of the invasion and everything in between stages. And this one doesn't do that. You see it all from Hale's perspective, but everything moves too fast and like the game moves at a good pace, but you're jumping from location to location so quickly with just like a few lines of dialogue explaining it. It does feel a little disjointed. I mean, it, it, it moves along nicely, so you don't really get that bored, but it, I don't know. At the same time, it just, it didn't grab me as much. I think I actually would have rather had other people like maybe the, the Russian scientist guy like narrating the whole thing. 
because okay there's gonna be some spoilers in this so anybody who doesn't want to know skip ahead a few minutes <laughs> but uh, there's plot points in it you don't get unless you pick up the intel documents like you find out in the last stage if you pick up the documents the doctor kills himself because he doesn't want to wait to be judged by people if the humanity survives or not right like why not have the whole thing be like narrated by him between levels and like spell out the plot a little more like make the big reveals there like what hail really is and all that kind of stuff i don't know it just it seemed like a lost opportunity because it's told by hail who i thought was more interesting in the first one maybe for the mystery a little bit but in this one he's just you know hi i'm super soldier i'm gonna do what people tell me to do right and that's all you get and then you have the supporting characters who aren't all that interesting except for capelli who wants to kill him and uh, yeah i i don't know now that you bring up the doctor there was one point in the game that i really had a problem with probably over anything else and that's um when farther along when that like that flood thing comes after you Mm -hmm. and there's conveniently three big electric generators or whatever right that i had a real problem with that part of the game yeah and uh that was part of my problem too is like the convenience of a lot of it well, actually, I'm going to I'm going to wait to get to that for a minute. OK, um, actually, I forgot what I was going to say now. God, sorry. Damn it. I apologize. <laughs> I thought you wrote it down. I did, but I thought of something that I didn't write down and I forgot what it was already. Damn Schlitz. No, the, I, I mean, OK, I'm going to dump on it a little bit, but I just want people to know I liked the game. I didn't love it, but I liked it. I thought it was still kind of solid, but average. I still had fun. I don't necessarily know if I'll go back and play it. If I decide to maybe trophy whore the game, I'll go back and play some of it. But at this point, I'm probably going to leave it where it's at right. and just play the multiplayer. Um, but like I said, the characters, like they, I just couldn't really get into them. They, they weren't that memorable. Oh, and I remember what I was going to say. It was a lot of the plot points in part two. It seemed like they rewrote parts of the first game. Hmm. Like, they had the whole thing. Like, one of my favorite moments in the first game was where you find out how the Chimera are being made, where you see, like, them taking humans and putting them in these, like, machines and, like, you know, like the whole processing plant that turns them right. into the Chimera. Right. And then it's like, okay, that's out the window. Oh, they've evolved now where they have these little spider things that put them in cocoons straight out of every B-movie sci-fi thing you've ever seen. Yeah. Like, okay. I I kind of like the things where the greys were swarming you or grims. Is that what they're called? Grims, yeah. Yeah, where they're like swarming you in Chicago and stuff. But that also reminded me of like the flood parts in Halo, which were awful. Where there's just like endless enemies swarming it you. It wasn't as bad as the flood because I hate it the wasn't flood as level bad. But it was but, it, it was more like a zombie movie, really, when you think about it. Because you just had yeah. these waves of thing running at you. Yeah, I agree. But at the same time, I that kind of stuff gets a little tedious for me. I yeah. thought the best storytelling device in the game was the radio announcer. Like every time yeah. I found a radio where he was talking, I actually stopped and just sat and listened to it. Which like I that did was too. The, yeah, and that would have been another great way to narrate the game is have him doing it, like talking about stuff, like rumors of some super soldier or like the secret organization that popped out of nowhere that didn't exist in the first game and like i said like the the doctor like i don't think he was in the first game 
So he's explaining all these plot points and you're like, wait, who are you again? And who's Daedalus and where did this come from? Yeah. I don't know. It, like a lot of the intrigue and the mystery from the first game is just gone. And they like just basically beat you over the head with it. And like, oh, you're wondering about that here. We'll just explain it right now. <laughs> I don't know. It, yeah, I think it was a missed opportunity. The game was still fun. The weapons, for the most part, were still fun, but I liked them a little better in the first. But my biggest gripe is that they went with that damn Halo carry two guns at once thing. Yeah. And why? Like, the weapon wheel worked in the first one. Why go to two weapons in this well, one? that's kind of an insomniac thing, too, you know, with the Ratchet series, and you've got the big weapon wheel, and I kind of miss that, too. But, you know, it, it, it sucks that they did that because you mentioned it yourself. They made it convenient, or all of a sudden the weapon that you would need is conveniently there instead of you carrying it along with ten other weapons. Right. So the device just yeah. kind of loses its its meaning to me. Yeah, and it annoyed me because you you it's like every situation was built for like one or two given weapons, and they would always give you one right there. Like, oh, you're going to need a sniper rifle for this. We'll give it to you here. Or the shotgun will make this easier. So, oh, look, there's a soldier's dead body in this alien tower that nobody's been in yet. But here you go. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems to me like they could have polished the levels a little bit more. The level design in the first game was so awesome. It really felt like even though it was linear, there were multiple ways you could take on the situations. Or this one, it was like... This is what you got to do. If you don't do it, you're going to have a fuckload of a hard time. So just do it like we tell you to. And that brings me to the next thing was uh, the trial and error gameplay. There were too many things in this where you either had to like try it out and die to figure what figure out what to do. Or it was too easy to die because you couldn't see where you were going. And I know you said you didn't have a problem with this, but the game was way too dark on my TV. Yeah, I didn't I actually have that had problem to, at all. I had to turn the brightness up on my TV to actually see everything because the contrast between the brights and the dark and the shadows was way too high. So it made like the parts in the game that were supposed to be dark where you use the flashlight worse. Like Chicago, I was constantly falling in holes and dying because I fell in the water and like the amphibious chimera killed me in one hit. And the the invisible enemies too. I didn't like them at all. I thought see, they were stupid. I didn't have a problem with them. I don't think they should have been one hit kill two hits fine, but one hit, you know, I can hear him coming. Like I can hear him doing the chirping thing. I can hear him stomping towards me, yeah. but if I don't happen to be facing the right direction, I'm screwed. I, I just think it was see, I just a didn't bad have a problem with it, But also at the same time, if you don't have surround sound, you're boned in that. Now you have it, but I mean, I'm just saying you don't have yeah. surround sound. Like I could, those characters, most do of the time you. I could hear like what direction are coming from. But if I happen to be facing the wrong direction when they're stomping towards me, you know, I can't turn around fast enough to shoot him, especially if I don't have, like, a shotgun equipped. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I know I'm dumping on it a lot, but I did enjoy myself in the game, but there were too many parts where I wasn't like, man, that was so awesome, I can't believe I made it pass. And it was more like, Jesus Christ, I finally made it fucking pass that part. Can we just finish <laughs> this now? Well, and it had the same Call of Duty World at War thing that I hated where the enemies come right after you instead of going after your teammates. Right. That really pissed me off in a couple parts because it kind of kills the mood. Yeah. Did the those same thing big, for me in Call of mothers, Duty. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. They come right after you. Yeah. That was one of my There was one particular too. one where there's like two of them, I think. You've got your little squad there and like the two of the big things come out chase you down without with, totally ignoring your guys. Your guys just move on to the next portion. Was that that little enclosed area? 
I think so. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. That happened to me too. They yeah. Were, they were literally, I was running around in a circle because there was a thing in the middle. I'm running around in a circle and they're just chasing me and my guys aren't doing any damage to them at all. Yeah, that was it. I like. I'm, yeah. I ended up like backing up to the previous portion. So there was like a hallway where they had to come down and just killing them that way. Yeah. That got, yeah, I agree. Yeah. But like overall, I did, I enjoyed myself in parts of the game. It's just a little disappointing after R1, which I thought was pretty underrated and a really good game. Um, overall, I'd give the single player campaign probably like a seven. So it's just, it's, it's average, maybe a little above average. It could have been better. And I hope they go back to some of the stuff that made the first one so good in resistance three. Oh, but the ending had some serious balls and I liked it. I love the ending. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. A except for the last boss, ending. that was too easy. Yeah, once last I figured out the last the boss, yeah, I didn't die easy. against the last boss. Well, the the kind of countdown race to the ship oh. was a little annoying for me too. I, I got the, through it the, the first time, but it, uh, I was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, because I got screwed well, up. I couldn't in one figure part. out where to, where to go. Yeah. yeah, and you seem to take more damage from enemies when you're making the run through there too. So um, I got killed a couple times. I didn't get killed at all, and I just got lost once on when you get into those hangar areas, and there's a couple ramps. I went the wrong ramp one time, I'm like shit, and you're just racing. Yeah, I did that too. Lock. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah well, but, uh, that's good. You you finished the game though. That's that's uh, that, that that is one thing that I will say about the game uh, that they did extremely well, and I think you mentioned it, is the pacing. Um, I think they got the pacing yeah. pretty well right on with that game. Um, I I yeah, honestly just, do like the carbine in the first game than than the second though. The what? The carbine, the the machine gun you start with. I think oh, that yeah. um, it just felt way better in the first game, but that's just me. Yeah. Oh, and I, I did miss the vehicle sections from the first one too. Yeah, that's a little but weird that they didn't do that this time. Thing. I don't know if it's because of um, they were streaming more data this time and they couldn't have you driving faster i don't know that yeah a little I, weird. I still feel like it got it was a little bit rushed like they had so much going in that they didn't get to polish it the way they wanted to yeah because uh, you know i think like single player campaign i said i give a seven overall like i need to play more co-op i actually really really like the co-op i think it's awesome mostly because it's different it's not just the story mode right. with another guy it's set up differently i like the experience stuff I barely scratch the surface of it. I need to play more. And actually, a lot of people were messaging me while I was playing it and saying, you want to play co-op? But I was trying to get through single player, so I apologize to everybody who messaged me. But now I'm done with it, so if you see me playing Resistance 2, that means I'm playing multiplayer, so feel free to message me and we'll do some co-op or some competitive or something. Um, But yeah, co-op's awesome. I, I liked what I played at the competitive when I had the beta but I, I'm so shitty at these games that I doubt I'm going to be doing the competitive <laughs> too much. <laughs> like, overall, I'd probably give the game like an 8 or an 8.5. I haven't totally decided yet. Like, as a whole package. Um, but yeah, single player. You know, like, like what I just said about the co-op with the story mode. Now, like, you've got Capelli or some of the other guys with you through most of the story. So it actually does seem weird to me that they still didn't do like a split screen or an online co-op through the story mode like that. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't know. I bet that comes down to time constraints again. I would say that's a definite. 
Yeah. So, like, all in all, it, if you like the first one, it's definitely worth playing the second one. And if you're in the mood for a good FPS, I still think it's definitely worth playing. Yeah. And I sincerely thank Zaku for sending me this game. And I'm so sorry your name didn't get in the credits. I actually sat there and watched the credits looking for your name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to let him know that night because I, I beat it and I, I, I actually looked for it because he didn't know if his name was in there or not. And I, I watched yeah. it all the way through and I let him know that it wasn't. So, but he said that was a game industry thing because testers after a certain point didn't get into it. Right. So that sucks. All right. Well, what but else anyway, that's enough about Resistance Two. That could have been like a whole other review. Mm-hmm. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, I think you just reviewed Resistance Two. Again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I've been playing Gears Two on three sixty. Huh. I've still got it from GameFly. Uh, Keith Justice and I actually did some co op online. Yeah, I'm just not feeling that one. Yeah, I'm done. Trying. Know, it's not for me. the The first game I didn't like. I decided to give the second one a try because I didn't. I pa- almost passed on Uncharted because it had that kind of same combat gameplay where you're like the duck and cover kind of stuff, and I'm not keen on that. So I learned to like Uncharted. Like, well, I learned to like the combat. Uncharted as a whole is a freaking awesome game. But the combat, like, I never totally got used to, but I learned to like it okay. So I'm like, okay, I should give Gears 2 another shot. Combat in it's alright. Like, the gameplay is not bugging me that much. Um, the contextual button stuff kind of gets gummed up a little bit, like you said, like, accidentally jumping over obstacles and stuff when you don't want to. Um, this the, the rest of the game, though, like, it's beautiful. The graphics are just gorgeous in the game. But I, God, I hate the characters. <laughs> well, you know, one other thing that I figured out that kind of bothers me is the the speed differences from when you're not running and when you're running. When you're mm-hmm. just at your regular speed, it just seems like they're too slow. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense because they're, you know, 800-pound steroided freaks. And they're wearing 300 um, pounds worth of armor, apparently. With speakers in the chest. <laughs> you got to play, play your 50 cent somehow. Yeah, the the whole thing though, like Keith and I were talking about this, and I hate the dialogue. I think it's beyond being like corny and campy to the point of being bad. Yeah, and he th- like he th- he's like, okay, they're doing it cheesy on purpose. Why else would there be these giant guys running around with chainsaws on their guns? And he makes a good point. But I think they've actually overshot their mark and gone from like cheesy eighties action flick to just like shitty B movie territory. Yeah. I'm like I'm not saying this to be an Xbox hater or anything, but like most of the dialogue in the story so far, I have found absolutely cringe-inducing. I cannot stand it. Well, see, like, like I my said, wife, if that game was on PS3, I'd feel the same way. I just don't like the game. Right. Like my wife feels the same way watching it. She's like, I cannot take this. And some of it, you know, some of it makes me chuckle. I've had some fun with it. Like, you know, we were co-oping, and then like we go up to the same locust guy at the same time to chainsaw him, and like it's like kind of like a. I don't know, synchronized chainsaw attack or something. It was kind of funny. But, you know, it's just not really doing a hell of a lot for me. I kind of want to play it through to finish it. But I'm kind of taking my time. Yeah. So, I don't know. I If you like the game, more power to you. Because I just can't really get into it. Huh. But uh, other than that, played some more Fallout 3 on PC. I'm still loving that. Sweet. Um, I actually played this the prior week but i forgot to talk about it last week i finally played through the little big planet metal gear pack really have you done that yet 
No. It's awesome. Do it. Hmm. It's like the the paintball gun is so cool. <laughs> yeah, I, and the, the, I I have little big planet sitting out here, and I was gonna throw it in one night, and then we ended up somebody got on and like, oh, let's play Soulcom or let's play Call of Duty, and I just I never yeah have tried it yet. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna get back to Little Big Planet now because I've ignored that too much, and I want to try to create some levels. But man, the the whole way they have like the little big the Metal Gear stuff set up, and that is actually really funny, and it's pretty cool. But the the paintball gun is awesome, and I'm really glad they put that in there. It does kind of tick me off a little bit. That's like here's something awesome that everybody's gonna want to use in their levels, and it wasn't included in the main game. Yeah, and I'm just worried that they're gonna do more stuff like that. <laughs> well, so. I mean that paintball gun opens up a lot of possibilities uh, to make a true really platformer, like a you know, like even a even a better Mega Man clone or something like that. So yeah, um, I'm, Just I'm excited. Call it Mega for Man. It. Yeah. Well, there's a really good yeah. Mega Man level out there. Um, Is there? I gotta try that. Yeah, we That's played. Just it I haven't night. played any custom levels in months. I really gotta get back in there. And actually, since you're talking um, about that, that brought something to mind. Um, Devil Maker, one of our listeners. Um, PM me today and he said he's looking for a fellow little big planet creator that would like to team up to create a level together. Uh, he says they can kind hmm. of contact him for further details. If you're interested, I, th- I think he's devil maker on VG Evo and on PSN. So it's one word devil maker D E V I L M A K E R. So, uh, if you're looking to maybe help create a little big planet level, get a hold of him. Cool. Sorry. I don't want to interrupt, but that just popped it in my head. No, that's awesome. Uh, play some Mercs 2 with 9 volt. Not volt. 9 volt. Yeah, this is the first time I've gotten Mercs 2 to actually work online. So that, it was actually a shitload of fun. I was drunk off my ass, but <laughs> we had a great time playing, just like blowing random shit up. Like every time, like we'd fail at a mission, he'd be like, "Are oh, we done now?" And I'm like, "No, this is fucking fun." He's like, "Yeah, it's pretty fun." <laughs> <laughs> We keep going. I got a whole bunch of trophies because I haven't actually played it since the trophy patch came out. Ah, so, yeah. Oh, like I got. I'm gonna play that game some more because <laughs> I, I forgot how much fun it is. It's like stupid, random, blowing shit up fun, but I love it. Yeah, it's and that actually game. makes me want to play Saints Row Two a little bit because uh, watching Zero Punctuation, like that was one of the few games that Yahtzee liked, and it, it embodies everything that I liked about Grand Theft Auto but hated about Grand Theft Auto 4 was where I just want to be like all random and like doing shit but right. Grand Theft Auto makes you like play the story and try to make it serious uh, other than that a little bit more Crash Commando and Battle Cars I continue to suck at both but ah. I'm trying to get better <laughs> and I've actually been playing Wii Fit on the Wii what? yeah we're we're hardcore dieting and uh, Wii Fit is actually a lot of fun. I can't say it necessarily makes exercise fun, but the little mini exercise games on it are so easy, and you can just do them quick and burn some calories. So, uh-huh. yeah, it's worth it. And uh, our bathroom scale stopped working. It was, like, giving us readings that were 5 to 10 pounds off. Like, we, like you just weigh yourself <laughs> twice in a row, and it was, like, 10 pounds off. I swear I so didn't stand on Fit. it. I didn't do it. Yeah. We fit makes an excellent scale, so there well, you go. There you go. <laughs> um, and that's it. Wow, you actually did play games. Mm-hmm. I know, crazy, huh? All right, I'll go a little bit quicker. Um, I played some Bejeweled last night. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I was 
going through some old podcasts trying to find some stuff for the 100th episode and just kind of had Bejeweled running in the background. Um, we got on last night to play some SOCOM and to get some people into the clan. Of course, then our server just filled up with all these other randoms. It was pretty funny. Um, but got got a few more invites out. You guys, if I've sent you an invite in SOCOM, you need to go into SOCOM, into the into your mail, and actually accept it. We have a ton of invites out, and like one was accepted last night. So you need to make sure you <laughs> do that. Um, you just don't automatically get into the clan. You have to actually go accept it. So um, just reminding everyone. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun last night. The game itself plays really well now after the patch. It's great, but man... This game is still so broken in terms of online tools and the lack thereof. Um, they, it's it sucks so much because the people in Europe think they're getting screwed, but actually this one I think you are actually given a blessing. Um, it's a great game, but man, there are way too many problems with it. Um, hmm. Played a little bit of Call of Duty: World at War. I think I'm done with that for a while. I'm gonna go back to COD Four until Killzone Two comes out. Um, of course, Killzone 2 played a lot of that. We actually got an online match going on Sunday before I send it off to you. Uh, we got TTP Ooh. from NeoGaf on. Uh, actually, Greg Miller from the IGN podcast <laughs> 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 connected up. Although it was kind of funny because uh, he had an IGN tag on. I'm like, oh, who are you? Know, who are and he says, Greg Miller. I'm like, oh, from the podcast. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, who are you? I'm like, told him I was from PS Nation podcast. He's like, oh. And he got real quiet, and he goes, oh, I gotta go. <laughs> like, ten minutes later, he left, so I don't know if it was because of that or if he had something going on, but I thought it was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> but we got some other uh, journalists on, you know, actual real journalists, apparently. Uh, I don't know where yeah. they're from. A lot we're of them fake talking. journalists. Yeah, we're fake journalists. <laughs> um, but we, 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 we got some things going on, and, and we had, God, I think we played like three or four hours. And it's kind of cool, because the, the review copy actually has a couple cheats built in so you can basically rank all the way up you don't get all the badges but you can rank all the way up and get to the sniper and everything else so you can see how some of the weapons uh play out and um again i can't say too much about killzone 2 but uh especially the the multiplayer but uh rest assured it's a lot better than the beta so that's all i'm gonna say um Hmm. wow just wow um so played a lot of that i sent it off to mark he got it today so i Right, Mar, you got it right. I got it. Okay, so, so I will probably lying. play it a little bit tonight before I go to bed. Sweet. Then you can get uh, messages like crazy. What do you have it now for? Um, yeah, I'm gonna turn off my notifications for that one. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I turned mine off, and I actually put a little message on there saying notifications are off. That didn't stop anyone. I still had just messages out the wazoo. <laughs> I'll try it. See what um, happens. Yeah, exactly. Um, Let's see what else. Uh, a little bit of Crash Commandos. I, I just man, that game is awesome. Uh, didn't get to play any Battle Cars, but I do plan on on playing it probably actually maybe even this weekend. Uh, no Rock Band two yet, but we have uh, a really cool pack coming out this week. Uh, the Lenny Kravitz pack. So I believe Eamon and I and a couple other people are going to get online Saturday night and play that. Um, what else? Oh, geez, PSP. My God, uh, they sent us a review copy of Loco Roco two. And we, we can't even talk about it until like February 9th, I think it is. But, oh my God, I, I never played the first one. I have the PS3 version, but I never really played it a lot. But I never played the first one on PSP. That game is just strangely addictive. I have just been like, oh, I got some free time. I'll go play a level on Local Rocco 2. Uh, if you play the first one, I'm sure this one isn't a lot different. But it's it's a blast. <laughs> I'm having a great time with it. Uh, hmm. You shouldn't talk about it, though. 
Well, I'm not going to. That's it. <laughs> I can say that much. Uh, yeah, I know. One match of Hot Shots Golf out of bounds on uh, PS3. I wanted to download all the stuff that I purchased. Um, so I took care of that. A little bit of MLB 08 the show over the weekend. Um, see, the problem is my time was just so dominated by Killzone 2 until I sent it to you. Uh, <laughs> what else do I got here? I'm looking through my pile of games. My pile of games. Uh, a little bit of COD4, but I something came up and I had to leave it right away. I'm trying to remember what the heck that was, but uh, some Warhawk and no Left 4 Dead or nothing, boy. I just didn't get a lot of gaming Ooh, in besides Killzone 2. I forgot about Left 4 Dead. I got to go back and play that. And eh, no, you don't. <laughs> I like it. I know. I'm kidding. No, you're not. Yes, I you am. hate us. <laughs> oh, I'd also played some White Ball Pulse on the PSP. Uh, I wanted to see it on the new screen. Oh, sweet. It uh, it definitely looks a lot better on the PSP 3000. That screen just has no <laughs> ghosting whatsoever. It's awesome. Uh, oh, and I played some Turbo Graphics actually. Wow. Yeah, played some Lords of Thunder. Really wanted to play that. And uh, you know, I think if we do a 24 uh, hour marathon next year, I mm-hmm. think I'm going to be playing Easebook one and two. See if I can get through it. Nice. I want to. I want to play through that again. So yeah, and I bought. I should uh, go back to that because I started playing that on the. Virtual console. Oh, that's right. Never got very far. Um, and then uh, I just today purchased uh, a U.S. copy because I have a Japanese one, but a U.S. copy of Buster Brothers for the TurboGrafx CD. So very excited to be getting that. That's one I wanted for the U.S. copy. Sweet. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty happy. I, I'm definitely getting into classic gaming mode. Like I'm, I'm nice. itching. I've been getting on uh, PC Engine FX again on the forums and talking Turbo Graphics with everybody and. Uh, kind of trying to find some games that I want to pick up at MGC, and I'm sure Carlson's just going to suck all the money out of my wallet. Uh, Carlson yeah. from mad-gear.com. He also has forums right on vgevo.com. <laughs> so uh, Carlson, that guy knows how to take all your money, <laughs> and he doesn't even need a gun. No. Hey, I got some late-breaking news. What's that? Uh, PS uh, PlayStation blog was just updated, and... Capcom's putting Ultimate Ghosts and Goblins for PSP up on the store. Really? Yeah, for PSP still, not for PS, not for PS3. It'll be nineteen ninety nine. If you ever want a game to kick you in the teeth and shit on you, that's the game for you. <laughs> that game is so goddamn hard; it's not even funny. <laughs> yeah, it's good though. I yeah, like it. it it should look really good on the PSP as well. Yeah, I don't I don't think I have that one. It so. is a PSP game. Well, no, no, I understand that. I just I never played the PSP version before, so. Oh yeah, I have it actually, so I won't be buying it because I already own it. Well, all right then. Oh, also, uh, Best Buy. Shit, Best Buy and two other retailers <laughs> are selling Buy shit. I can't remember who was selling it. I, I posted it I think this morning, uh, but there's three different retailers selling Burnout Paradise for both systems for twenty bucks. What? If you've ever needed a reason to buy a game and you, oh, I got 20 bucks to spend. What should I get? Burnout, Paradise, and Battle Cars if you have a PSN. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, also, what's the other thing that came up on the um, blog? Well, they announced the price for Local Roco 2 is going to be 20 bucks. That comes out in February. Sweet. And I thought there was something else. Oh, also, Jeff Rubenstein put a, a pretty cool Killzone 2 interview video up on the blog. Um, with one of the guys from uh, Gorilla Games, and it was really cool. So uh, he t- he talks a little bit about some stuff that uh, he did, like a presentation at CES. 
Uh, so you talked about the hit responses and the physics and things like that. So definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. Got to support our buddy Jeff. Hey, don't forget the uh, PS Pixel Junk Eden is coming. Update is coming uh, soon. Yeah, the update comes on the PSN, and uh, I think Flock Tomorrow. is coming pretty soon. And uh, oh, Flower yeah. is coming out in February. Mm-hmm. So shit, yeah. we forgot a bunch of shit. Uh, we just we didn't know how much time we'd have. So uh, yeah, <laughs> too much. Holy shit! <laughs> Check all that stuff out. Woohoo! All right, well, let's get. Uh, I think that's it for my what I've been playing, and eh, that's good enough. So let's get on to uh, the regular stuff, and that is uh, our 100th episode live show, Saturday, February 7th, 2009, 7 p.m. Central Time. Uh, you can find all the details, like we said before, out on our forums, either at psnation.org or you can go to vgevo.com and click on PlayStation Nation forums. Uh, you'll see a sticky there that says 100th episode details here. Really don't have a lot of plans yet. I think Scott's going to be on the show with us again, Scott and Sarah. Uh, I really don't know what's going on yet. We we got to figure this out soon. It's mm. th- three weeks away. <laughs> hey, shouldn't we do a game of the year show soon too? Yeah, yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll get some. We'll get some nominees. And we'll put them up on the forums and let people vote on them. I don't know. Game of the year stuff. I keep is, forgetting about that. Everybody does game of the year stuff. It, it just gets to the point where. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, more than one person has done this. Everybody's like, "Oh, is Killzone too good to be game of the year?" It's January. My God. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Sorry, but that's just annoying. Um, all right. So 100th episode, go out and check that stuff out. Please join us on Ustream. Uh, we had a blast last time. I think it'll be a lot tighter this time. I have a feeling it's just going to be a lot more calls this time. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, without our community, there's no way we would be up to 100 shows. So we would definitely want to get you guys involved. Uh, the other thing, yeah. Uh, the other thing is the Midwest Gaming Classic. We've talked about it a lot. We're going to be talking about it a lot more. I think we're going to try to get uh, Dan Lucen on pretty soon. He's actually the the uh, the the chief of the whole thing. He's he's the co-founder. Yeah, he's the Mm co-founder. Midwest Gaming Classic, March twenty first and twenty second at the Olympia Resort and Conference Center. You can check out some of the details at MidwestGamingClassic.com. That's all one word. Uh, we're going to have some giveaways, I know, dur- during the weekend. Um, we'll probably have some plans that we're going to reveal pretty soon, but we've got a little bit of time. Uh, but VG Evo is going to have a very huge presence there this year, and uh, it's worth it, guys. E- you know, Even if you want to bring the kids out to show them like, some older games and where gaming really began, uh, the museum pretty much covers almost every single console ever released, and most of them are playable. We'll have a PS3 there mm-hmm. to play, I'm sure. Um so I might bring. Well, actually, I'll probably bring Tatsunoko versus Capcom for the week. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it is an absolute blast. It's a great place to meet everybody uh, on VG Evo that you've met, you know, online before but never met in person. It's a great way to drain your wallet for a lot of uh, a lot of the vendors they have there. <laughs> and uh, oh boy. <laughs> so like I said, we'll probably have some plans uh, pretty soon. But we do have a thread out there in uh, the special events section. Uh, if you're planning on attending, please let us know in that thread so that we can plan accordingly for how many people are coming. Um, yeah, because we got to try to figure <laughs> stuff out anyway. Uh, all right. Well, if you want to contact us, you can do it on our forums or you can email us at podcast at psnation.org. Uh, if you want to call us, you can leave us a voicemail uh, using either WDT-Torgo to call us via Skype or you can call our regular number, which is 920-626-426. Four four six four. Again, that is the way that you're going to be calling into us on our live show on the seventh. 
I think that might be it. Uh, well, one last thing. We never even mentioned it last week, but um, I get from Mark and I both, you know, everybody from 1UP that uh, got laid off, we hope hope nothing but Ooh, the best yeah. for you guys. I'm trying to get Phil Kohler on the show. We haven't had him on since the Dave Jaffe interview. Um, but, uh, you know, Rebel FM is doing extremely well. He took over number the number mm-hmm. one spot on, on iTunes. And like I said, it's great having somebody that we know take over for where X-Play was for so damn long. So any anybody <laughs> that can knock X-Play off the number one spot on, on iTunes gets a tip of the cap from me. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, still give your support to the guys who are left at 1UP. Yeah. It wasn't their choice to have UGO take over. And the new Retronauts came out today. It's just as good as the old one. And I'm sure they'll still pull together some of the older podcasts, too. Yeah. So, oh, and uh, check out our buddies at Drunken Gamers Radio because oh. they had former EGMers, Trickman Terry, Ken Sushi X Williams, and Dan Shu on their latest episode to reminisce about EGM. Yeah, it was it was a great listen. <laughs> Mark, you there? Robotpanic.com. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> I'm like, oh wait, we should probably tell them where to find them. <laughs> uh, you can look for look for my iTunes. <laughs> all right well i'm gonna i'm gonna do something that i've never done before i'm gonna tell you what comedian you're gonna be listening to after the show Uh oh yeah i get emails every week who was that comedian uh so i'm gonna try to do this every week but sometimes i just can't uh this week you're gonna be listening to the comedy stylings of robert kelly uh he actually toured with dane cook who i absolutely hate but uh, robert kelly's actually a very funny guy so uh that's who it's gonna be this week i'm sure he's got a website somewhere Maybe robertkelly.com, who knows, but uh, he's got a, a CD slash DVD set out uh, that I found at Best Buy, and it, uh, it is quite funny, so definitely check it out if you like comedy and like laughing. So, uh, like I always say, thanks for listening, and uh, get out there and play some games. Bye. <laughs> but you can't argue. You can't argue with your girl. No way. I don't argue anymore with my chick, because women, you cheat. You use your brains. <laughs> You do. You fucking think about shit. You're passive aggressive. They get, they piss you off, so we flip out because they know we're just emotional apes. We get angry and proud, and we don't know how to control it. I didn't fucking say that. Ah! Just punch shit. Ah! I go to an argument with my girl. I was so mad, I punched the butter. Right? I was like, fucking no. It wasn't even real butter, so I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> and then I left. I'm like, I'm leaving. Like, she gave a shit. It was 20 below. I had no hat, no jacket, butter on my sleeve. I looked like I just jerked off a homeless guy in an alley. <laughs> they do. They know how to piss us off to make us flip out. Because if we flip out, you look like an asshole. Everybody who's watching from a distance see you fucking dickhead. Look at that asshole punching butter. Who the fuck punches butter? <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> Even this is the fucked up part. Even if you caught her do something, she did something wrong, and you got her. You think you're to drive home from work, come home, yell at her. The whole time she's going to listen to you, nod her head. You're right, you're right. And at the end, say, I'm sorry. You're out of your fucking mind. She's going to poke you and prod you until you tell her, like, shut the fuck up. Now you're wrong, too. Now you have to say sorry, too. I'm sorry, but you shouldn't say shut the fuck up. I'm sorry for saying shut the fuck up. Even though you wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs>
but I'm sorry for that. You come home, you're like, baby, you fucked up. I know, but don't yell. I'm not yelling, but let me talk, because you fucked up, not me. But sometimes you yell. I know, but let me talk, and I won't yell. Okay, just don't yell. I said I won't. But you do. I know. But not now. You're kind of... I'm not fucking yelling! You're yelling. I'm fucking yelling! You don't shut the fuck up while I'm yelling! Fucking bitch! You're crazy. I'm fucking crazy! You're a freaking psycho-alien bitch from a planet far away! And you flew down here, and you live in my fucking head! You alien fucking bitch from a far away planet! I'm sorry, too. I shouldn't have called you a faraway planet, bitch. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> Sucks. Sucks because you fucking can't hit them. Say you should hit women. That's, you should be able to wrestle heavier, <laughs> like some UFC shit. Like tap out, bitch. Okay, I lied. I lied. I lied. I never hit my girl ever one time. But hear me out. <laughs> I I'm sorry, man. I didn't hit her. But like you know, when you're cooking something, like you got the spoon or some shit in your hand, and you're arguing, you just want to fucking break it. Like fuck it. Get away. One time I was barbecuing chicken, and I had the raw chicken in my hand. And I just wanted to throw the chicken, like, fuck chicken! Now we're having broccoli, bitch, are you happy? But chicken's slippery as shit. <laughs> and halfway out, it slipped and slapped her in the face. <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard somebody get slapped by chicken, but that's one of the fucking loudest slap noises. And when you get slapped by chicken, it hurts, but it also fucks with your self-esteem because it slaps you and then slides down your face. Like, hey, I'm chicken. I ain't going nowhere, motherfucker. I slapped you and then I slap. <laughs> and that's the worst day of your life as a man. When you piss your girl off that bad that she turns into a dude, she was like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you, pussy. Throw chicken at me, motherfucker. I was like, baby, I'm sorry. Click, 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 click. It's chicken. We always see romance movies, like love movies, and she wants to make love. I can't even fucking do it. Sex sucks now for us. And I feel bad because it's, it's my fault because I'm a little out of shape. I really can't even get on top anymore. I'll fucking kill her. I can't. I'll, I just lie there like a seal that was bitten once by a great white shark. Just... 